All those burning bridges, Papa, how the song goes. I was in the shower, I cleaned my elbow and my toes. Every time I left them, something about they said adore. Cappy's a greedy capitalist whore. Okay, all right, sorry, I got the uh, <clears throat> the ending song of a great right now. If you have not seen Kelly's Heroes, here's here's how confident I am about Kelly's Hero. Stop. This will be on the internet. You can tune in later. Stop what you're doing and just go watch Kelly's Heroes right now. Great movie. Pro- probably one of my top three. I'd have to sit and think. of. Obviously, Die Hard. Casablanca, probably number two. And then I probably Kelly's Heroes, probably. Tropic Thunders up there somewhere, <clears throat> and one they got a they got a great they got a great intro song. Um, all the music was Lalo Schifrin. Uh, if you don't know, he's I think he's still alive, but they got a great um, intro song and then a great outro song. Burning Bridges, just look it up. Just yes, I had that in my in my head while showing. Oh, by the way, while show, let's start. I was going to, we were going to talk about intelligence stuff. I, I want to talk to you today. Brothers and sisters, I would like to talk to you today about profit and evil. Uh, I say, I'm showering. I said unto the girlfriend, girlfriend, because I'm white. I just say girlfriend. If I was, if it was a black girl, it's like a girlfriend, I'm back again, again. And then they talk more loud and they wouldn't stop talking because they have an $800 nail job. But I, I'm really saying, oh, no. In my, my white voice, hey, girlfriend. <laughs> Winston Howell the third. She's, yes, darling. That New England accent. You guys remember, uh, gosh, we may be coming up on a generation. You guys that never watched Gilligan's Island, which is a horrible show, by the way. As a kid, I can never understand it. I'm like, there were some shows like land of the lost and even Gilligan's Island. Now land of the lost was this Croft entertainment and they had a lot of drugs when they were making those shows. Uh, And it was just scary. And as a little three-year-old, I could really never understand what was going on. So you need a teenage adult mind to kind of know it wasn't real. And uh, the, these weird alien creatures there. It's, it's just, you want to see why why the 70s was bad? There you go. I give you Land of the Lost. And they can never make it back home. And you're like thinking like, oh my God, that'd be a horrible existence. And But I applied the same thing to Gilligan's Island. I'm like, well, these poor people are lost. Shouldn't they be trying to, oh, and, the, and what horrible luck. The same, the same childlike lack of understanding, like, when you watch WWE wrestling in the eighties and then the bad guy come in with the chair and hit Hulk Hogan over the back of the head and the, and the ref wouldn't get it. And you'd work yourself up into such a fury and frustration about how the bad guys would cheat. And also you realize, Oh, it's theater. It's fake. I know. I know. Nobody tell the world-class bullshitters. And it was the same thing with Gilligan's Island. I didn't get it. I'm like, what? When they go, oh my God, this is torture. They're never going to get back home to see their families. Who's this weird guy with the red shirt and the hat? And um, I forgot where. Oh, Winston Howell the Third. So 
in uh in the movie the show uh gilligan's island it's a group of people that go off on a cruise they get stranded on gilligan's island and the whole shtick is you know the hijinks that occur on the island between ginger and marianne there wasn't enough hijinks between those two i would pay there probably is there probably is a porn movie out there already about ginger and marianne <clears throat> so there's a, a, a hollywood star there was a nice farm girl there was the professor there was the skipper of the boat and gilligan was his assistant and then uh the howells Winston Howell III, I forget what his wife's name was, but they always had jewelry, and it, it was shtick. It was funny. Why do you always talk like this? I say Gilligan. And then his wife, which I can't do a female voice. Oh, Winston. But they had that. Poor people go there. The trick to do that is to cover the top part of your teeth with your shot, with the top part of your And then anyone can do Winston Howell. My goodness. <laughs> Community college. We're howls. So I said unto girlfriend, girlfriend, where's the conditioner? I say, and she says, oh, it's in this little bottle, because normally it was in the big bottle, conditioner, with the green cap, and I'm looking. I always switch stuff out. You never. I put it away. I understand if they put their own stuff away. They start putting my stuff away. I'm like, put it back. And I have. I'm like, put it back. But, but, no, 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 no. Bachelor object migration. Its most optimal place is where I have finally had it settled for the longest period of time. So I most efficiently could grab my vitamins or grab the sleeping pill or grab. Anyway, it's gone. The big green cap bottle is gone. I said unto girlfriend, girlfriend, <laughs> uh, where, where's the conditioner? She says, oh, it's this little bottle. And I said, oh, and I got this little bottle. And first thing I pull up, I pulled it out of the bag. Here, look at that. You see that there? Beauty and planet. See, I just want my hair to not get scalpy. I just don't want to have dandruff. I want to moisturize my head, not because I'm effeminate, but in Minnesota, especially during winter, it gets very dry here. And it's minus, I don't know, I think it was minus, I'm not joking, minus 18 this morning. Second coldest day of the year. Yesterday was minus 20. I think our high is going to be minus two. You know, our weather's like our women, not that hot. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, it's funny because it's true. And uh, so I just want moisturizer. I really just want some effing moisturizer. That's it. Put on my face, you know. Yeah, I get chaply. Yeah, it's stuff you have to worry about. And then they shove this up my ass and planet. I I just, God almighty, man, I just want some conditioner. I just want some moisturizer. So I'm like bored because you don't want to hop out of the shower right away. You know, you just want to procrastinate and avoid your day as much as possible. And so I start reading it. And you know there's got to be, you know, beauty and planet. Because we're going to save the planet with conditioner. If we all use this conditioner, save the world and the children. Because you women believe anything. And the GF didn't, it's not, she didn't get it because of the things. I think she got it because it was cheap. And Lord knows it's probably you get it at Trader Joe's or some commune with hairy vagina women walking around and hairy armpitted women. I mean, it's the 70s. So I go through it. 
And then, oh gosh, I got to hang on. I can't even see this. Let me open up the, the shade so I can see it. So here it is. On the back, how can you make a little difference every day in your shower? I don't want to make a difference every day in the shower. I just want a moisturized scalp. I don't want hair falling on my black sweater. This is a clue in our name, Beauty and Planet. Did you get, did you get the clue? I don't know if you guys got this. See, now, somebody who went to the Ivy League with their master's in marketing came on. It, it's a clue in our title. Did you know Beauty? I mean, did you, who, whoever came up with this, uh, by the way, this is Unilever. We'll get to that later. I'm not even going to talk about it. I just saw this. This is what goes through my mind in my shower. I'm looking for a conditioner. Like, who is this? It's got to be a woman. It's got to be. Wherever you are, like, like, are you too stupid to realize how dumb you are? Like, are you that dumb you actually think you're intelligent? Do you have the Dunning-Kruger effect? Or, or were you smart enough to realize how stupid this was? But you know you got to play to the to the sheep. Like, ooh. Like, like uh, you ever do bar trivia? People that go to bar trivia, have you guys done that? Where, well, there's bar trivia. And the questions are not exactly intelligent. It's just, did you consume enough pop culture in your daytime, in your lifetime? Like, oh, we got him. He's so smart. No, he was alive in the 70s and watched a ton of sports and horrible television like Land of the Lost or Gilligan's Island. He's not smart. He's an effing tard. He knows everything there is about Gilligan's Island and Land of the Lost. And you think he's smart because he answers some bar questions before all the other Gen Xers did. And that's why I might, do, do you think that, do you really think that the, that this is going to, oh, and so this is the quiz. See, this is the level of that quiz. What's brown and white and something in flies. Ah, it's a bird that's brown and white. Ooh, you're clever. And this is the same thing. There's a clue in our name. Beauty. <laughs> I, I, I just want to ram that person off the road. Whether they're small. Okay. If they were smart and like, oh, God. Yeah, Amy, I know. I know. I know you don't want to write that. Amy. I know you're top of your class at Harvard, at the Harvard School of Marketing and Suck Dick. All right. But <clears throat> they're idiots. They're morons. No, women can't just buy a conditioner or moisturizer. They have to save the fucking planet in the process. See, it's not just good enough that it's a good quality product at a good price. They got to save the fucking planet. They got to save the children. They got to change lives. They got to make a difference. Why? Truthfully, because most of them are fucking worthless pieces of shit, just like everybody else. So if we lie to them and tell them they're saving the planet. Oh, and by the way, if if you were like the Riddler in 1970s, oh, 1960s Batman, and you you figured out the riddle like Batman did here, this very, you know, Sherlock Holmesian level weapons grade, uh, you know, the trivia here, like it's the, the clue, yeah. Scooby-Doo is super more intelligent than this. I guess we're just going on a 70s rolling theme today. 
Yes, Amy, I know. I know, but they, they, they want slop. They want hot dogs and burgers and pizza, and they want their sports ball. And, when, you know, and we make fun of men, just to show you, we make fun of men. The low IQ, worthless, might as well not exist type of people who wear another man's jersey, are fat, facing diabetes, the diabetes, <clears throat> drinking their beer and horking down their wings, cheering on a bunch of guys that they gladly let you know fuck their wives if these guys are even married by that time those guys are dumb those guys are stupid they're a waste of life and if you gals actually believe this product is going to save the fucking planet but it doesn't matter because you're going to save the planet i'm such a good man i'm such a good girl i'm such a good girl there's more I don't know if you can see, like, the super small fine print. See, they just can't help them. So this leads me to believe that the gal who wrote this, um, say if it was if it was just going to be marketing shtick, they would just put it here. No, they got to go through and write the, the Declaration of Independence on the back about how great this, this, this bottle. See, right, guys, guys, everything's okay now. Everybody chill out. Relax. Relax. We don't have to worry about global warming. We don't have to worry about the environment. We don't have to worry about pollution. I got it right here. I got this bottle. See, it's all, I solved it. We're taking care. I bought, I didn't buy this. The GF bought this. So now we're okay. We're all okay. Now everybody relax. Open up the, uh, the, was it the Keystone pipeline? So there's more here. Build bounce in your hair. This conditioner infused with organic coconut water. <laughs> Isn't coconut water organic already? At Asshole Consulting, we have 100% humans doing our work. Yeah, really? <clears throat> Get the personal touch of Asshole Consulting. By touch, I mean a punch in the face. Um, lightly moisturizes and leaves your hair strong and volumized. Show off lush, bountiful tresses. With an energizing burst of delicate mimosa flower. Planet. See, now this is the subtopic. Planet is chapter two of this, you know, Declaration of Independence. War and peace on the back of this bottle. We are committed to acts of love. <laughs> it's Unilever. They're making an effing profit. I mean, I know, I know, I, I, Cappy, you're throwing, you're banging your head against the wall. I know, but do you women at Target and you shop at Athleta with the with the plus size exercise shit? You know they're lying to you, right? <clears throat> you know, at least I knew I wasn't going to become Rambo. You know, at least I knew that if I smoked a cigarette and drove a cigarette, if I drove a, uh, if I smoked cigarettes, I wouldn't get a cigarette speedboat and the girl saw. I, you you do know that buying this bottle is not going to save the planet. It doesn't do jack all crap. And it isn't about love. Look, it's just it's conditioner. It's moisturizer. I buy this. Not only do I save the planet, I'm about love. How fucking nothing do you have to have going on in your life to actually fall for this shtick? To acts of love. We are committed to acts of love that make you and our planet a little more beautiful. Lose weight, you'll be more beautiful. This doesn't make you beautiful. This just moisturizes your hair. Do I look, do I, audience, do I, do I look prettier today for some reason? Have you noticed anything different? Do I have a glow, a sheen? 
I they had to have had this figured out long ago. Like, you know, you think about the marketing men or madmen, like they the, the people on Madison Avenue had to have figured out the formula because I remember in the 80s and in the early 90s, girls all had their Cosmo magazine and their Vogue and all that. And there was Team Vogue. And I mean, they have it down to a formula. And and I know there's the douchebag horking down his wings, fantasizing that he's Tom Brady or that maybe Tom Brady would fuck his wife. <clears throat> but you girls are just as delusional believing this crap. Uh, our planet a little more beautiful every day. Find out how at lovebeautyandplanet.com. Love oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lovebeautyandplanet.com. Do we dare? Do we dare? Oh, my God. Love, beauty, and planet. Oh, love, beauty, and planet. Uh, collections, ingredients. Whoa, where are the fat chicks? So far, there are nothing but good-looking chicks here. Uh, Reader's Choice Allure Award for 2020. New skin, gummy vitamins. Oh, it goes all over the place, guys. They got shower oils. Bath, bath bombs are the bomb. I won't lie about that. You guys got to get bath bombs. Bath bombs are good. That's good stuff. Uh, hair, skin collections, people and planet. Here we go. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 sub pages. There's 15 links. So it goes to 15 pages just on people and effing planet. Our story, our goals, our journey to sustainability. Holy cow. We got to find the person behind this. Like what worthless, got nothing else to do but stare at your navel type of gal came up with all this. Our journey to sustain. The Love, Beauty, and Planet Project, our new pump, our blog. Join the movement. Don't, don't go to the gym. Don't walk to the grocery store and save gas which would actually help. <clears throat> don't be thin and don't love your husband and don't love your children. No, join the movement. Don't derive any value out of the love of others. No, you need to join the beauty and planet movement. In the news, awards and recognitions, that means absolutely. Our packaging store for the planet, Carb Conscious, Carbon Conscious. Now, here it is, Planet Love Quiz. See, do you, are you an, are you a complete tar? Are you a complete moron? We'll take, let's take the Planet Love Quiz. This is the gift that keeps giving. All right, wait, where is it? What happened? <clears throat> Where's the quiz? I want to know if I'm smart. I want to know if I'm SMRT. Get started. Take our short quiz by answering four questions on your daily habits. Okay, here we go. Uh, recycling is part of my daily routine. I'm going to be honest. Uh, of, uh, I hate to say this, of course, all the time because there's the recycling thing and then there's the, the, the garbage thing. This is not going to be a shock to anyone. Your conservative libertarian people are way better, uh, environmentalists than your, your lefty, uh, virtue thing, uh, signalers. I give careful thought to seeking ethically sourced and naturally derived ingredients. Yes, but your product isn't. I'm learning to read through the ingredients on this. It's such bullshit. 
I don't, but I should. Maybe. Of course, all that. No, no, I don't. Where's the F no? Maybe when I have the time, of course, all that. I don't. Okay, now they're going to judge me. Now, after I answer these four short questions, well, according to our analysis, our bill distribution curve on four data points. I buy products that are made from recycled materials. Well, I don't, do I have a choice? A lot of thought went into this one. Uh, maybe. I'll just say maybe because I, I do maybe. Uh, if given the choice, I prefer vegan beauty products in my daily. I don't, but I should. Here's your only options. I don't, but I should. What if I don't and I don't want to? Where's that fourth option? If, if this stupidity, I can I can understand. I can understand why people are losing their FMI. Do people actually click on this? Planet fall. I am planet. Th- oh, would you like to hear the score? They give you five categories. Okay. I, I'm sorry, get, get, ladies. Okay, here's what I want. Okay, I want the women in my audience, which I know there's not a lot of you, but there is some. You gotta help save my opinion on women. Because this is so dumb. And obviously, Love, Beauty, and Planet would be targeted towards women. This reflects so poorly on you girls. I've met intelligent women. I, and again, I know the vast majority of people are stupid. I get it. But gals, you got to send me an email. And just, I don't know. I don't care if you're a dentist or a doctor or an accountant or you're just a stay-at-home mom or you're just not a complete effing idiot. Please tell me that you're out there. Because this is so stupid. This is so dumb. I'm like, I'm afraid how many people actually take this quiz. Like there's hope and salvation that this is just some, you know, environmental science major who couldn't find a job and they hired her and then she just barfed out all of her crap. And now we got this, this people in planet page. So here are the, here are the five ratings. Planet curious. It's not even like you don't give a shit about the planet. It's not like you're a captain planet villain. Like that should be on the far left. That should be like the bad guy who's actively pumping radioactive waste under the river. We don't have that option. You start off as planet curious. Planet practical. Planet thoughtful. I'm planet thoughtful. That's right in the minute, middle. Planet bay. What is a fucking bay? What the fuck is that word now? Is that like Nana? Where all the boomer women didn't want to be called grandma? Say, I'm Nana. Planet obsessed. Oh, fuck you. Fuck. Oh, God. Please, Jesus almighty. Let's go back to uh, war and peace here. Uh, we are committed every day. But all right, so we went to the website. How to use. You know if after shampooing, you know it after shampooing spread through gorgeous wet locks. Put on Ford cap. Okay, good. I got that covered. Avoid the roots. How do you avoid the roots? We we really need a war so that girls have more important things. Like, I avoided my roots when I put in the conditioner. Why am I so overclimped? Okay, yes, organic coconut oil. Yes, safe for colored hair. Yes, vegan. Yes, with plant-based detanglers yes fast rinse yes not tested on animals 
settle? Battle? Bottle. Bottle made from 100% recycled plastic. No silicones. No parabens. No dyes, no guilt. Guilt free. Oh, it's an indulgence. <clears throat> now, see the U? That's Unilever. I don't know if that comes into focus. Now we're going to go through the ingredients. You tell me if this sounds organic. Water. Second ingredient. Ceteriol alcohol. Pretty sure that doesn't form naturally in the real world. Third ingredient. Behanthemothenomium. Chloride. <laughs> Hey, you know that biothemorium? Yeah, yeah, now we added chloride to it. Okay, biothemorium chloride. Cocos nucifera, coconut oil. Achaea decurrens flower extract. Okay, those so far those are the those are the real well water and the other ones are the real ingredients, but but the the th second and third largest ingredient are not made naturally. Uh oh, coconut water, fragrance, par perfume. Well, what is that? Oh, then we have more. Uh, we have diopropylene glycol, twelve hexanediol, benzyl alcohol, disodium EDTA, acrylate. Behenetheth 25. This is all one ingredient. Okay, okay. Acrylates Behenetheth 25 methacrylate copolymer hexylcinamol limony limony and then unoldol Plant-based ingredients. Now, there's a little, little asterisk there. Plant-based ingredients. I got to... Well, where's the... There's no footnote. Where's the footnote? Where Unilever has its legal disclaimer, all this is bullshit. Oh. The product is not the product. It's the lies that come along with the product. That's what it is the lies that come along with the product. All right, let's get to the super chats. We got we got a big day ahead of us and I got to finish this up by noon. So uh, I got a lot of a lot of stuff to go through. Uh Atham, no doubt our Mexican poops. Our our uh our uh, eunuch agent in the field, Atham is uh, with us today. Spartan Esquire, this is a new guy for 5 bucks. Thank you uh Spartan, 5 bucks. He has nothing to say. Uh Island Hermit RP, I could close this. Get back to my Grumpy, closed, cavern-like recording studio. Island Hermit RP, also I think uh, a new guy. The girl that put Gorilla Glue in her hair got 25000 on a GoFundMe. Laughing out loud, past the glue cap. Oh, do I want to know? Do I want to know? Hang on. Gorilla Glue Girl. Gorilla Girl, where her lawsuits stick. Okay, well, it looks like a guy who put on a ton of lipstick. 
more than a month ago, Tessica Brown, 40-year-old Louisiana woman, my generation, go Gen X, ran out uh, of her got-to-be-glued hairspray and turned to Gorilla Glue spray, believing it would hold her hairstyle in a similar way. In a TikTok video from last week, she explained her conundrum saying she had washed her hair 15 times and it don't move. It don't move. It don't move, girlfriend. She even demonstrated as such. The video got approximately 18 million views and prompted an official statement from Gorilla Groupie. We do not recommend using our products. <laughs> Idiocracy. It's, it's here, guys. It's here. Idiocracy is here. It's not a documentary. It's not a documentary. Uh, if her hair had been truly glued down to her scalp and immobile for a month with that many aggressive attempts to watch as possible, her hair is fractured at the root, but we certainly hope for the best. Woman gets adhesive removed during four-hour surgery. Brown went to the emergency room. There's no clarity on her prescribed treatment. However, TMZ has reported Brown has hired a lawyer. Of course, of course, of course. Okay, there we go. Thanks. Thanks, Island Hermit. Thanks for ruining my day. You know what I'm going to do today? After uh, <clears throat> after uh, I do this and I have lunch, uh, I'm doing – it's new. It's 2021, Cappy. Cappy's chilling out. I'm, I'm calming down. I started playing Battlefront 2, the Star Wars. Not a bad game on the campaign. Not a bad game. So I'm kind of getting into that a little bit. Uh, I'm going to hit the gym. And uh, I'm just doing this podcast. We've we've scaled down asshole consulting, by the way. It's at sore throat pricing. Cappy, why are you podcasting? So I can actually podcast for once. You know, it's been a month since we did Good Morning Corona Chan. Almost a month, right? That's how busy I've been. <clears throat> so I could do this. I just can't do asshole consulting for five hours. By the way, minimum pricing and asshole consulting is $50. So if you need to, when you're willing to pay, fine. Otherwise, hopefully they'll scale down. I'm going to hit the gym. I'm going to get in shape. I'm not in shape. The irony is I'm, I, I've gained a little winter weight, but my strength is actually pretty good. I'm bench pressing, um, not my most, but I'm bench pressing a lot. What is it, 45 and two tens, and then the bar? Somebody do the math on that. That's what I'm repping right now. Uh, I ran five miles at like nine-minute miles. Oh, old Capmeister is... I just don't look pretty. That's all. So I got a diet. That's what I got to do. But I'm just chilling out. Oh, and then I'm going to write, just to let you guys know, there's a guy out there called James, and he has a really good voice, a completely different project, completely different project. It has nothing to do with the girls or politics or economics or philosophy. All it has to do is just to chill out. We're going to do a thing called Meditations by James. And he's going to read meditations i have written cappy's writing meditation yeah yeah i am you just watch that's like finding out i like golf or i could cook or that i like bath bombs i'll admit it's in that realm but not every guy is rambo shooting an m60 uh but he's gonna be reading those we got background music and everything just like uh, not music but background noise and so i'm gonna write a couple meditations i even find writing the meditations very calming and relaxing I got my taxes done. I, I, I got bank accounts set up. Things are coming together. We're getting out of that Death Star of Minnesota. Like, I've already fired my, you know, the, the general uh, return of the Jedi. I've already fired the torpedoes. 
And now I'm just getting out before the explosion catches up to me. <clears throat> That's the stage we're in. Got 25,000 on a GoFundMe. So she got 25 grand on a GoFundMe. I mean, we're, we're just going to pay people to be idiots. That's what UBI is. And this, right, you get 25 grand for GoFundMe. Look, the great Cappy bailout, ha, ha, ha. At least my money, like if you donate the money, it does go to things like septic tanks and faucets and toilets. Haven't picked the toilets out yet. I mean, it's not, and Cappy isn't a dumbass who put Gorilla Glue in his head. Oh, but we're going to bail out the Womans. Oh, we're going to bail out the stupid. Oh, Strongman Personal Finance, who, by the way, sponsors this show. We'll get to him and the sponsors. When are you interviewing me on your channel? Never. You don't invite yourself to my channel. I'll promote you. Don't worry. You don't invite, you don't invite yourself to my channel. I'll let you know when you come on. Dr. Detroit, five bucks. Cappy, you're going to go dude bro with me selling essential oils as part of Operation Evil to the moon. Um, I have an idea for essential oils, and it's brilliant. The problem is, and here's the problem. If I, the people at Essential Oils Incorporated, whatever it is, they would totally capitalize on it. And they'd, they'd find some other entity that could do it. So I am like keeping this one really guarded close to my chest. The question is like, how do I go and with little time capitalize on this idea? Because obviously with oils, it involves manufacturing. Um, it, so it, it's this great idea. There's a person I know. I'm like, you really ought to do this with essential oils. And she's like, that's a great idea, which means, ah! which means it's not going to happen. Oh, but I was like, yeah, you could, you could, but it's true. Yeah. That, that, that essential oils. Now, some of it I do like, like, for example, these beadlets, these are peppermint beadlets. They're essential oil beadlets and they work. I like them on my throat, but the rest of this crap, holy cow, it helps with forgiveness and it'll bring your husband back. If you rub it on your stomach, it'll, it'll fight fat accumulation. <clears throat> accumulation. Oh, we lost it. Where do we go? Codename Theta, our physicist, uh, physicist. Yeah, physician, our physicist, our physicist agent in the field, 20 bucks. Cap, your new house sounds like there's a little light pollution by a good reflector telescope. Oh, like where it's located, not refractor because those uses lenses and not mirrors make the resolution. But seeing Saturn and other things is great. I might do that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's South, it's, it should be far enough South of Rapid City. The only light pollution, there's a big flying J, um, nearby. It's got a in, big intersection between two main roads. One goes off to the Indian reservation. The other one goes into the Black Hills and then the Highway 79. There's a big, big gas station there with a lot of lights. So yeah, I, maybe, yeah, maybe I will look into that. Maybe one thing at a time, one thing at a time. I let, let's just focus on toilets and septic tanks <clears throat> and flooring and light switches and paint. There's the exciting stuff. Uh, and then we'll worry about telescopes. I'm not against it. Um, back in the day in the WBL, there was a guy who, who had a telescope and for a buck. You could look and see Saturn. He set it up. It was really cool. It was really neat. I, I thought, you know, that's, that's kind of neat. Um, 
but I don't know how, how long can you look at Saturn and Jupiter? And, and to get a telescope, but those aren't cheap, but imagine they're at least a couple hundred bucks, maybe a thousand or more if I want to do a, a good justice. I, uh, Dude, you know what's really expensive? I had no idea. Okay, so I got a sizable patio, right? Want to sit out, smoke cigars on my patio, right? Patio furniture is it's more expensive than the indoor furniture. I went to Menards. I'm looking. I'm like, holy shit. Like, whoa, really? And so I got a... The the way this house, the Clary compound is going to get uh, furnished is like one piece of furniture at a time. <laughs> like it's just going to have the bed and we got the used couch. Okay, good. We're good to go. Well, wait till we have enough cash. Then we'll buy a couch for downstairs. Wait till we got enough cash. Okay, then we'll buy, uh, you know, and I'm going to keep a keen eye out for deals. Like I'm going to be staying on top of Craigslist and find like used furniture sets outdoors. God almighty, I'm not paying new. I am not paying new for outdoor patio furniture. No way. No, you know what we need to happen is I finish building my house and then another housing crisis comes in and all of a sudden everyone's got to liquidate their house and I, I buy luxury outdoor furniture for like one-tenth the cost because they're liquidating. That'd be, that'd be good. But um, the telescope, that's going to be way down. That'll be That's after I get um, one thing I do want. Uh, is I want a table Pac-Man. I really want a table Pac-Man. The authentic, the original. And those are like three grand. So Cappy's got to save his penny and dime. So, But the, then, you know, that'd be like the the final luxury good. And then we'll maybe think about a telescope. Uh, Alex Patino, our uh, Latino truck driving agent in the field. That glue hair girl is 40 years old. You would think the common sense could have build, been built in that time. No, no. No, uh, we shield women in general. <clears throat> well, have you ever made a girl change oil? Have you ever made a girl like uh, shingle a, a roof? Have you ever made a girl do anything mechanic? Or is it, oh no, I'll handle that. Like, I can't explain this enough. Because of the pussy, not only do you guys lie to women, you shield them from all the hard stuff. Now, there's an element and a reason for that. Like, okay, you should protect women and you want to be loving and kind. But in doing so, you keep them ignorant. You do. Like, I could totally see it like super glue. She, okay, now you and me know Gorilla Glue is the bomb. That's like, I got sick of Elmer's glue and super glue. And uh, I use Gorilla Glue for a lot of stuff. Uh, holds really good with wood and other things. So I, I know what she probably didn't know. Like, cause remember, like when you were a little kid, you'd walk into the the hardware store with your dad. If your dad even walked into a hardware store, you didn't know what carb cleaner was or that it was flammable. And then once you found out, you're like, you "Guys, remember making the torches? We we're allowed to do that in the '80s." <laughs> Surprise! Any of us are alive. Crap, we got away with in the '80s. So I could see someone who what grew up in the city had nothing but government handouts, majored in some worthless crap. What, she majored in hair? Well, I guess if she majored in hair, she would at least know a little bit about chemistry. Like, don't put it that in your hair. I mean, okay, we're not talking about someone who's an engineer here. And then what's, what's her day-to-day -day life? You think she has to fix up the apartment she's in? You think, really, the millennials? Take this away from, you know, stereotype black girl. Take it. Millennials don't know how to change light bulbs. They don't know how to wire a light. They, they don't all the they don't know how to replace a garbage disposal. 
It does not shock me at all. And then would, of course, go and sue and lawyer up. Big Vis 497 for five bucks. Finally, watch Idiocracy on Sunday at your recommendation. Great movie. Surprised I never heard of it. I don't remember seeing any promotion of it. Um, Mark my words. You heard it here. Probably not first because this isn't a big prediction. They are going to take that movie down. They are going to ban that movie because it's getting too close to reality. They're also going to take down the TV show Psych um, because there's too much good racial humor between the two main characters in that show. Um, they are also going to take down uh, Tropic Thunder. Whoever owns the rights will no longer. It, it'll be like, uh, didn't Disney take down Huck Finn? Or some, there was some movie they couldn't. Like it was a uh, an antebellum singing. Wasn't it a musical Disney took down? And it was some classic, but because it portrayed back in the time, obviously in racial times. What was that? And look, just so you know, by the way, <clears throat> for the black audience, but this would be for everybody tuning in, watch Stormy Weather now while you still can. Uh, it is, I'm not a big musical guy, but this is good. <laughs> it's funny. It, it's just a bunch of vignettes. Uh, that paint together uh, an overall general song or movie. <clears throat> but it was, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it was the first all-black production. I think it happened in the late 30s. It's got Lena Horne, um, not the Jonas Brothers, the oh, they're a brilliant tap-dancing duo. Best dance scene you'll ever see in your life. Uh, the Nicholas Brothers, I think it was the Nicholas Brothers. Uh, Amos and Andy, it's, just, it's a bunch of funny skits. They're going to take it down. Because somewhere in today's future liberal white woman, some future liberal white woman will be offended on your behalf and say, that's racist. You'd be like, no, that, that's funny. That's Amos and Andy. That's Lena Horne. She's beautiful. Let her sing. They're going to take it down. And everybody better go see that. Everybody, just just for the, hang on, let me make sure it's the Nicholas Brothers. If any, uh, go on YouTube and look up the Nicholas Brothers. <clears throat> Stormy weather. Let me make sure it's the Nicholas Brothers. Oh, they even did it colored. Don't, don't watch the black and white. I'm not sure I, wow. Yeah, Cab Calloway. They did a good job coloring that. That looks very real. Um, Yeah, watch the black and white version because that's better. It's the original. And it is the Nicholas Brothers. Off we go into the sea. Uh, Spartan Esquire for five bucks. Finally escaped Chicago. Good. Bought a home in Scottsdale. Nice. You got out in time, man. Uh, and never looking back. Should convince Elkins to do the same. WFH for the win. For the win. What? Uh, Wilma, Fred, have a hernia? What? Uh, I'm glad you like Scottsdale. Go to the Peralta Mountain Range and go hike at the Peralta Trails. And don't speed in Paradise Valley. They got um, traffic lights, uh, photo cops. I mean, unless you're going to go high Camelback Peak, there ain't no reason to go in there. M2PG4 for five bucks, laughing out loud on the 40-year-old comment. I've known 60-plus-year-old women who are delusional, and they are smart, relevant professionals making 100%, 100K. Can't cure stupid. I don't even call it stupid. Look, 
if you're a professional in some field, um, you must have the capacity for intelligence. It's just that no one told them. I, I, I'm trying to think of something real simple. Like, you know, a, give you another example. A girl I did it. She wasn't dumb. She was just ditzy. If there's, if you can find the dish, she had nice cans too. I won't lie. I did not date her for intelligence though. She had 40,000 miles on her car and never changed the oil. I'm like, you got to change the oil now. Like, don't even move the car. Have someone change it right there. And, oh, I'll take it. Like, don't drive it anymore. Like, what, what do you mean 40,000? No one told her. Because guess what? Raised by a single mom. There you go. Heck, I even knew a, a kid. He was an engineering major. And I don't know how that ha- No. Computer. Computer science guy. Uh, he was dating a friend of mine back in college and his car blew up because his parents never told him to change the oil. They just bought him a new car. Mothers took it. There's a Winston Howell the third. Oh, Sean, don't worry. We'll get you a new car. <laughs> oil change. Oil change is for the poor, son. We just get new cars. We're Howells. And we buy beauty, save planet, make bad stuff, cure cancer, go away. Moisturizer. Um, Spartan better not vote for what he just fled. No, he's not. No, no, he's not gonna, not gonna do that. Um, <clears throat> we got a lot of sponsors to go through here. Let's get this done. Uh, trails of sorrow, tears of joy. Let me put that in the uh chat room here. Uh, this is written by a Nigerian black gal, American now, <clears throat> and it's a uh, it's a play. It's meant to be a play. And I, 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 wait, that's not it. That's YouTube. Did I do? Hang on. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I hate Microsoft. I hate you guys. Uh, anyway, look this up on Amazon. Trails of Sorrow, Tears of Joy. Um, it's a young black gal. And she wrote uh, a play. And it's three separate pieces, three acts, and it follows the story of three different women in Nigeria. And it talks about how they overcome different trials and tribulations. And I'm kind of like, look at it, I'm like, shouldn't you be talking to Oprah? Like, I appreciate, I feel kind of humbled you're approaching me with this, but, you know, my audience, I, I, maybe. She says, well, you'll like, your audience would like it because it talks about how women are not helpless, they're not victims, and they overcome adversity, taking control in their own agency. I'm like, okay, well, I'll promote it, you know. And so if you guys want to help out this nice young black lady, uh, please do. She's not bad on the eyes, by the way. If you go, if you look up the, uh, let me let me give it to you again here. <clears throat> Trails of Sorrow, Tears of Joy. Uh, if Just to look at her at her author page, you're kind of like, how are you doing? It's, it's like, she's got a nice dress on and everything. Her hair is all, you're like, okay. It's nice to see a female now, now and then. Because we killed the rest of them, apparently. Um, so anyway, that's uh, take a look at that if you want. Maybe get that for a book uh, for a female friend. Uh, but I, I do wish her the best. So if you guys would do that, strongman personal finance. This guy, uh, I will copy this. I'll put this into the chat room there. And then he gave me some bullet points here. Younger and more attractive Aaron Clary, communist slash socialist hater, gives no bullshit financial advice with personalized YouTube videos for free to answer your questions until I bigger build a bigger base, of course. Bogglehead investing fanatic. What's a bogglehead? 
hater of crypto, precious metals, shiny rocks, and anything other than broadly diversified total world stock index fund. A former Army infantry captain with deployment to Afghanistan, a true hero. History major turned CPA who understands the value of getting a real degree in skill. Hater of financial advisors makes plenty of videos showing why they are scum. Yeah, that that is true. Uh, that That's... Uh, if you want a financial advisor, you got to find a financial advisor that knows a financial advisor is a scum. Uh, he was also an advisor, so he knows. Minimalist with significant wealth built up through frugality and a high savings rate. So author of Stop Being a Broke Loser on Amazon. So everyone take a look at that. That's Stop Being a Broke Loser. Runs a Facebook page as well, giving real free financial advice. Uh, <clears throat> then we have the Alpha Male Guide. Oh, this is a YouTube channel. Alpha Male Guide, not a book. Uh I tuned into this guy. Let me put that in the chat room. And as I did in my video review of his channel, um, he's got, it's, it's interesting. Uh, he approached me saying, Hey, can I use some excerpts from your book on my channel? And what he does is he reads and he has guest uh, authors or guest narrators, guest uh, voice work. And he does like some cartoons and videograph. So it's not just like editorial and all that, but he'll do uh he even got turd flingy monkey in there one time. Uh, it's, it's different. I mean, it's not the highest quality production, but it's definitely different. So if you're looking for uh, a different way to take in, I guess your red pill um, information, uh, that's, that's one place to go. Uh, Pushingrubberdownhill.com. That's the website of my friend, Adam Piggott. Uh, I think he's taking a hiatus from his podcast. He may not bring it back, but he does have a book out there called Pushing Rubber Downhill, which I recommend every one of you go buy. It's the, most recent book i would say that is the hero's journey how a young boy becomes a man and uh adam's led an incredibly interesting life it starts off with him out in perth and he buys a not too reliable crotch rocket to drive all the way across australia and keep in mind this is a long time ago when australia uh, did not have the infrastructure because adam is old as fuck i mean this is like in the 1930s and uh he had to worry about uh gasoline and the scorpions were much bigger out there and it was just a territory and they had to fight off the British again. I know my Australian history very well, <clears throat> but you might want to take a look at that book. Pirate Book Takedown. If you are an author, or any kind of content creator, go to piratebooktakedown.com and have Doug go and scour the internet and make sure that there are is no one offering your material for free. Uh, he's very thorough. And uh, he will also send the DMCA notifications and takedowns of course for a fee so you could come up with a list of everything where it is you could send those notifications and takedowns or you can have him do it uh, i used him and holy cow were there a lot of websites uh, offering my stuff and we got most of it down it's pretty good uh go to donovan sharp's youtube channel donovan sharp sharp reality um donovan's uh he's just helped me out and uh me running into him in miami a couple weeks from now <clears throat> and uh, he's just been, he's a good guy. He helps me. I'm helping him. Check out his channel. When you're done ch uh, tuning in here, go to Donovan Sharp's YouTube channel. Sharp is spelled S-H-A-R-P-E. Day-by-day cartoon with Chris Muir. Chris Muir is the cartoonist who has the longest-running conservative cartoon on the internet, daybydaycartoon.com. And then what else? Uh, oh, Piero San Giorgio. Let me plug his channel because he's been a kind guy. He's a survivalist guy. I'll put that in the chat room there. And he's helped me out in the past. And I think that's about that. That'll be uh, 
That'll be it for now for sponsors. Chi-Town Biker, five bucks. I moved out to the outskirts of Chicago in 2001. As long as you're banking in the Chicago area, you could put up with the BS trade do well around cities. Huh? Okay. I enjoyed living in Chicago when I did. Of course, I was on the north side. When I was young, I didn't make a lot of money. But if you make a lot of money, just get out of Illinois. Just get out of Illinois. All right, what else we got? Uh, let me consult my notes. We got a couple articles to go through here. Let me pull up site. I don't know how much energy I got. Uh, this is from DJ Aftershock. He sent this. This is from the Westport, Connecticut City Government um, News. 2021 Team Westport Teen Diversity Essay Contest focuses on Black Lives Matter. Now, I was like, what, what was going on? And I had to realize this is what's happening. The town of Westport, Connecticut has a teen essay contest. Now, already I have a question. What is it, the municipality of Westport, why are they wasting taxpayers' resources on any kind of contest? That is not garbage collection or police or fire or, you know, inspectors or dog catcher. You are so flush with other people's money. You are so profligate with spending other people's money. You have so many worthless government bureaucrats employed that they have to, oh my goodness, I guarantee you if we looked at it, no doubt the Westport City Council has some kind of committee or department on diversity, right? And they're paying a lot of people a lot of money to sit on this committee and jerk themselves off because that's what you're all doing. And you're, the citizens of Westport get to pay extra taxes to pay for this completely unnecessary. But that's not enough. Now, to make it look like we're doing something, instead of just plowing the roads, salting the uh, exits, uh, we have contests. Now, I don't care what the contest is. There should be no contests. Leave that up to a school or a bank, or whatever. But we are so flush with other people's money, and we are such worthless fucking people at the government bureaucracy. We have to come up with a teen diversity essay. Con, you can't write about. You just can't be a good writing. You know, like the okay. You you could get me with the the county library has a writing contest. All right, I see that. That that's good. That gets people interested in reading. Writing's a skill that you develop over time. So I'll I'll even grant you that. But no, it's the city of Westport is going to have a, not a writing content, a teen diversity writing. Can you say indoctrination and brainwashing people? Like, it wasn't my cup of tea, but we had writing contests back when we were kids. I didn't participate in them. You know why? Because it was boring. And, and I'm just in the PLK, the kids who engaged in them, maybe they weren't the coolest and the hippest or whatever. Maybe they didn't take bikes off of some sweet jumps, right? But they, they, that was their thing. Okay. They really like to write good for them, right? You've got it. They, they have to write about diversity. Like how fun are these people? And so, uh, 2021 team Westport teen diversity essay contest focuses on black lives matter. This is the Charles Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. 
It's awarded to Charles Montgomery Burns. <clears throat> the Aaron Clary Award for 10 years in a row awarded to Aaron Clary for being the most Aaron Clariest of all Aaron Clarys in the world, of which I think there's two unfortunate souls that share my same name, and they probably have to constantly explain that they are not me. Students attending high school in Westport or who live in Westport to attend high school elsewhere are invited to participate. Team Westport, the town of Westport's Diversities Action Committee, I knew it, has announced the topic for its 2021 Teen Diversity Essay Contest. Now in its eighth year, wasted how much? Hang on. I got a Westport's Diversity Action Committee. Who sits on this? Do we even have to? I guess we don't have to like look this up, do we? Like, I just want to see their team Westport. Uh, I just want to see the, I want to see the committee who's on it. Uptown events, Teen University to help us support. Click here to support the work of Team Westport. Who's contributing tax info team? Well, I want to see them. Here's the Facebook page. Let's see who these people are. Okay. Oh, no, I don't want to log in. Okay. It's a bunch. Of, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Looks like a Black Lives Matter march. You know how I could tell? There's no black people here. There's two. You got two. There's an elderly black lady over here, and there's a black gentleman over here. The rest are all Karens. I'm not kidding, guys. Look this up. It's all a bunch of boomer and old Gen X Karens, and there's only out of, out of what, 10? Not no, nine. You got two black people. It's all a bunch of pissed off white women. <laughs> guys, they're not here to help you. They are bored, worthless people with nothing else going on in their lives. And they are so unintelligent, so uncreative that they just go with what the government tells them to do. I help. I buy this. I help environment. I sit on teen diversity committee. I'm not racist. I'm a good, caring boomer Karen. Oh, my God. And none of these people look like you'd want to go have a beer with them. Okay, maybe the black dude, he looks like a big jolly fella. Um, but the rest of them, all short hair, yeah. They haven't had a dick inside of them in quite some time. I'm sorry, I'm, I know that's crap, I'm sorry. Oh, God, what worthless people. Um, now in its eighth year, the contest asked teens to address the advent of Black Lives Matter in their nation and community. Prior years' challenges, which tackled topics from white privilege to microaggressions and stereotypes, have drawn widespread attention in gaming from the town and beyond. The Westport Library is co-sponsoring the event and winners. Okay, so it is through the library. Remember when you just did creative writing, you know? You write a story about a kid named Frank. And he went fishing, but he caught a big fish and the fish dragged him into the lake, but he had to fight the fish <clears throat> until his other buddies from, you know, got the boat and went out and captured a fish with a net. And it was a team effort. We all learned that we, you know, we all have different strengths and weaknesses. Anything like that? Little Amy flies a kite. Little Amy, you know, her, her uh, rich neighbor, her, her parents buy her the fanciest kite in the world. But, but Amy wants to fly her own kite. And then dad, who's a mechanic and a millwright or whatever, says, well, you could build your own kite. And then dad helps Amy build her kite. And it's not the prettiest kite, but it flies just as high as the rich bitch's kite next door. Huh? Is that, no, 
No, a teenager. Hey, are you 14? Let me tell you about racism. At least in the 80s, we were allowed to keep our childhood. There was none of this crap. None of it. And these evil fucking bitches, these fucking evil vile people over the Westport Team Diversity Action Network, kapow! You, you, oh, I love to use the word, you quantahahas. How dare you ruin these poor little kids' childhood? Just so you could advance your freaking political, it's not even your political agenda. You're just such worthless people. You got to feel like you're making a difference. Just, just admit you're worthless. You offer society nothing. You're of no value. Go away. Go home. You wasted your lives. You're 60 now. It's done. It's over. You didn't major in anything worthwhile. You didn't have a real career. You didn't contribute. You probably got rid of your husband. You probably never had a husband. You probably ignored your children if you managed to breed because you shipped them off the daycare because your worthless library sciences degree was so much more important. Just, just why do you have to like suck the life out of kids? Can you just let them be? I mean, no wonder all these kids are depressed and have social anxiety disorder and need to go on some kind of drug. Good Lord, if I had these people, well, we kind of did. We had teachers. Uh, First prize is 1000 bucks. Second prize, 750 Third prize is 500 which is a fraction of the price that they're paying these people to sit on that committee. Uh, here's an application. It just goes on and on and on because these liberal arts majors who have this near charitable part-time volunteer job just can't shut up. So we got that there. Let's go to uh, the second one here. I can't wait to run my meditations by James. I'm going to just chill out, man. Just chill out. I wrote, a, I wrote a meditation about the agate beds of Nebraska. I'm just going to chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Hit the gym. Uh, oh, this is an interesting one. Let me get to this later. I'm going to have to read it. And this was um, written by uh, an Iona Cabral, young lady, very well written. I'm sure her and I disagree politically, but I, I'll, I'll tip my hat when I, when I see good writing and good journalism. And she did a pretty good job here. Uh, but let me make sure we're not falling behind on the Super Chats. Uh, Thomas Rao for 10 generous dollars. Crappy, just finished listening to a bunch of your books. Looks like the virus nonsense proved you were correct. The boomer boss has not let most white-collar workers perform the activities from home. Yes. Yes, God bless. Yes. Um, hopefully, yes, th th that will stay. But I, I also predicted that uh, it's a millennial Gen Z trend. The one thing I like about the millennials is that they were brought up so lazy by the boomers that they will not tolerate crap jobs. They simply won't. And whereas an economist, I'm like, you're delusional. You know, the fight for 15, it's like, well, good luck with that. You don't know how economics works. You'll be, be replaced by kiosks and robots. But at least the millennials like, screw you. We're not working for that crap. We're not doing free internships. So they have a little, that arrogance has led to some self-respect at the same time. So now the boom's like, we can't find any You should be finding employees, boomers. You should be all retired and out of the way now. So equally corrupt Gen X tards can take over. 
Um, but then with the Gen Yers or the I'm sorry, Gen Zers, um, the young they were brought up with the internet. Everything could be done online. And there could be like, why would I do why would I drive to an office? And now we've had a year where we've conditioned all of society that it only it doesn't validate, it's always been valid not to commute. But it has finally woken up the managerial gray-haired class to realize, hi, and it's just so effing stupid. I saw this almost 20 years ago where I'm like, what are you paying rent for a commercial office space downtown for? There's community and corporate culture. I can't see. I like the standard excuses. And now I, hi, wait a second. We don't have to pay downtown office space rent anymore. We can have people. Did you know we can have people work from home? And we still make a profit? Matter of fact, we make more profit. We're not forking over. Yeah, rent is usually the largest expense on a company's uh, uh, income stream. Although I guess with manufacturers, it'd probably be the cost of goods sold. But rent is certainly no, no minor expense. So now the gen the gen wires are completely culturally in, programmed. Gen X is not they we did the commuting. We don't want to do that no more. So you at least have a receptive year in the managerial class. And then the great and merciful Corona Chen, bless her un, untold bounty, uh has proven that for a year. We've had a year doing it now. I wonder how many more years. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we're not we're not going to work. Well, I I hope, you know, when I'm older as opposed to when I'm younger, uh, that people kind of say, hey, remember that time when you used to, remember those idiots? Remember those boomers? Well, the boomers were already idiots to begin with. They're the Caligula of the American empire, okay? Do you remember when they forced generations of young people to commute unnecessarily? People would queue up and get in lines and risk their lives, drive up the car insurance. To go, to go to offices where they'd sit in these cubes, these inhumane cubes. And now they just they just stay at home. They got their coffee. They wear a Ford hat. They talk about shampoo or conditioner. I'm sorry. A bottle of Insto save the world. I'm sorry. Insto save the world with love, purpose, and meaning. Are you a worthless ditz who has no value in life because you're afraid of math? Then get this bottle of conditioning because it gives you love and saves the environment and you'll free the children. <clears throat> um, the boomer boss is not like, yeah. So I'm hoping that's a, that's a good thing in the future. Very few things I'm optimistic about. Very few things I'm optimistic about. But that's one of them. Competent man in the house. Uh, you know what? Let me get through some sponsors before we go on to the next uh, one. I, the sponsors are numerous, and I'm going to be increasing the sponsor costs down the road. Right now, I owe pretty much everyone who's already a sponsor like at least a month and a half of free advertising because I've been too busy with taxes and all that. Uh, Red Pill Men's Health. Greg, check them out at redpillmenshealth.com. Unwoke. I think it's unwoke.com. Uh, that's where you could find employers who are not woke. And employees who are not woke. And Dirt Flinging Monkey, I got to plug him more because he's been plugging me. Uh, he has a book out there, 13 Rules Not to Be a Cuck, and another book called The Way of Monkey. The Way of Monkey Book. I'm sorry, The Way of Monkey Book. I like The Way of Monkey Book because it's not politics. It's not red pill. It's just modern day philosophy. He took Taoism and modernized it and translated it from um, an Eastern 
philosophy uh, to a Western translation. It's not Western philosophy. It's a Western translation. It's still Eastern philosophy. And I found that very calm and relaxing. Uh, it was very insightful. Uh, and uh, I know you guys all, you know, whatever your opinion of Turtling Monkey might be, that man has gone through hell. He has traveled the, the hard and difficult path, and he has uh, come out forged, albeit some might say a little skewed. Uh, but I really enjoy his show. Uh, you can find that on BitChute, Turd Flinging Monkey. Um, although it's it's getting kind of, I mean, it's not always been happy and cheery and rosy, but it's been it's been dark. So, you know, I'm not I'm not saying don't go there. Certainly go there. I love his economic analysis, but it's just I have to unplug because I'm finding myself getting too angry listening to people who are right all the time. Um, I found there's world class bullshitters that I like, but I found another one, and these guys have been following me for a bit. Uh, tipping the odds podcast. Uh, it's this doctor in Vegas and this old grumpy guy in Chicago, and they just do a weekly podcast about the goings ons in Vegas and Chicago and the world. And I'm like, oh, it's kind of calm and relaxed. There's a little bit of politics, but not a lot. And then they just talk about what's going on in Vegas. I'm like, I know that place. I know that place too. I know that place three. All right. So I'm really enjoying that. That's called tipping the odds podcast. They didn't pay for anything. Oh. 405media.com. If you're always looking for some new podcasts, go to 405media.com. Where me and Dr. David Perodin have our shows regularly shown over 405media.com. Of course, if you want to tune in directly to Dr. David Perodin's uh, uh, show, you can go to safetyphd.com and uh, say hi to Doc for us while you're there. Uh, we did the Pushing Rubber Downhill. <clears throat> uh, the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. Masculine Geek, thegoddamnbacon.com, Jack Napier, Red Evening, uh, The Black Brigade, that's a DT, he's been going philosophical too, you can go to blackbrigade.org, check him out, uh, and that's League of Extraordinary Podcast, oh, and uh, uh, Silvio Canto's Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, check out my friend Silvio Canto, all right, let's go. you know what, let me go through this. Let me take a break. Let me get some coffee. I'll be back. Let me take a, everyone go take a pee break. Well, I'll be back.
Do you guys know that in potentially two months, all this crap will be gone and I'll have my new Northern Command all set up? And it'll actually, be, like, I'm going to have a backdrop and I'm going to have soundproofing and the audio quality is all right. It's not the best. But if you guys remember my um, my recording shed I had built, uh, there was some beautiful audio there uh, with this exact same mic and setup. So it is the soundproofing, but I'm going to have, it's going to be nice. going to be nice gonna have a nice nice recording studio um i have a caught up here from the website pando.com let me make sure i'm not recording pando.com <clears throat> online dating who are you really talking to it can be daunting to take the leap of faith into the world of online dating not really knowing who is on the other end of your messages how would you feel knowing that you are, may not even be talking to the same person throughout your entire correspondence. Now, a lot of you may say, well, it's catfishing. This is this is not catfishing. This is outsourcing. Because I, I was a little confused when I first read this. People are now outsourcing the management of their profiles, their dating profiles, to professionals. And for the initial uh, texts, they're having someone else write for them. And so that's it's not really so imposing who they're not. It's an agent writing and managing your profile for you. Uh, one day when I was trawling through writing jobs on LinkedIn, I stumbled across an interesting looking role as a creative writer with what appeared to be a dating company called Vita, Virtual Dating Agency Select. As the position looked vaguely interesting, I set off an application, was pleased to receive further details of the role and a link to a writing test. But when I looked at the job specification, I became a little uncomfortable. Where I had expected that the role to mainly consist of spicing up and correcting clients' profiles, it wanted me to do much more. They wanted me to create a range of icebreaker messages for clients' correspondence alongside communicating with matches until a date was set or a phone number was provided. It was made clear that after this hurdle had been reached, the client would take over the communication with the match. All right, hang on. Now, I don't know if it's because men have that bad a game. And let's just be honest. Now, one thing the author <clears throat> cleverly does is does not talk about male or female. But let's be very clear who she's talking. We are talking about exclusively men, right? Women don't approach. They don't come up with. They don't. They never have to. Women have to be present and be hot. That's it. That's it. Men are the ones that have to. Hit. So it's men exclusively consuming this service. And men, it's one of two things. Either you got no game or it has become such a horrific waste of time online dating that you are now outsourcing because it's not worth your time, but you could afford it. It's like, here, it's it's literally giving someone the pole. Here, go fish for me. When you get a bike, give me back the pole and I'll reel it in. That's exactly what this is. Because the fishing has been so bad. You pull up shoe, you pull up a carp, you pull up another carp. You're like, screw this. I got a life to live here. You fish for me. And the reason I've now admittedly, most men have no game. I'll grant you that. Uh, but another reason where I'm going to assume it's guys who don't have time, they're pros. It's because of the fees that this company charges. Like you cannot be living in your mom's basement and for this company. So it's just, just, it's just, we're further advancing the arms race. 
Like, this is new weapons grade shit, boys and girls. Now men are paying people to manage their online dating profiles because they do not have the effing time. Um, they take over the match. As someone not particularly familiar with the world of online dating, my moral alarm bells began to ring. Oh, moral. Moral schmoral. I... <laughs> We're equal. Well, where's the asking men out in equal proportions? I just want to know that. I know why it's not going to happen. I know. But, oh my gosh, you're outsourcing. You're you're leading on. As I put up my push-up bra, my heels, my lipstick, and my hair, with the world-saving, immediately love-granting point and purpose and agency uh, hair goop. Like, this isn't a lie. I can't believe there's you're misleading people. You're, you're using an advantage. Oh, uh, the wage was fairly good. So I decided to do a bit more digging. And as far as I could tell, everything they were doing was legal. Yes, it's legal to lie. Well, it could get you into fraud. It depends on what you're lying about. You know, like bra sizes, you know, whether or not you got kids, how much you weigh. Uh, However, I still felt uncomfortable at the idea of, as far as I was concerned, withholding information from potential love seekers and decided that I would not proceed with the application process. This whole experience left me with a lot of questions. Why were people doing this? Was their work-life balance so consuming that they were unable to set aside the time to use dating apps? Let's stop right here. In this book, among many, many, many uh, pages, but literally pages of statistics, there's one where, uh, according to one study, study show, research suggests, uh, but they pulled a bunch of millennial boys and they found out they were wasting 85 minutes a day on online dating. And I say wasting because unless you are top dog male, and again, everyone tune into Myring Gaines show, unless you are a top male, uh, you are wasting your time. You are you are not going to get and there's been at least three studies where people have swipe left X number of times. No, right, whatever way you swipe because you like the girl. So and I remember one like out of sixteen thousand, and he shows you okay how many didn't swipe. Well, that immediately goes down. You know how many matched like a thousand maybe. How many messaged? You're down to a hundred. How many return the message? Now you're down to 20. And it keeps whittling down, whittling down to the point that they out of, what was it, 10 dates or seven dates, only three showed up. 16,000 swipes. And you get three dates. And that does not include all the bullshit time you have to go through. Texting back, oh, hey, look at me dance like a monkey. You want to meet? It's a horrific waste of time. It's horrible. I mean, so, and what are you supposed to do during coronavirus? <clears throat> you can't go to a club. You can't go to a bar. Scarily, I don't know how much I believe in this. I don't know if you, you know, like, younger gals are now a little bit intimidated if somebody approaches them in, in real life. That might happen. Okay. Uh, so now that's becoming impolite. That's not becoming socially acceptable anymore. Heaven forbid, because now we're all have to be online. But if, the, if if that is what's the case is we're being forced online and the numbers are that bad, yeah, 
you, an hour and a half a day, guys, you can get a master's degree. You could put extra time in the, at, at work. You could get jacked. You could get ripped. You could go on adventures. You could go hiking. You could retire early. You could start a business an hour and a half a day. That's 10% of your waking days. That you could, you could sh- literally, guys, you could just jerk off to porn. Or more directly, as I recommend, maybe out of the five days of working week, let's say you keep your weekends to yourself. Four days, you work that hour and a half. Four times 1.5 is uh, six. Okay, so you got six hours a week. You work up some extra money. And on the fifth day, you go and you just pay a girl over at Seeking Arrangement. Less time, less hassle, less bullshit. But I I don't think because she's a girl and it's not because a girl's dumb. No, she doesn't know this side of the formula. She's never had to approach guys. She's a very attractive young gal too. Guys do all the work for her. Guys have to spend 85 minutes a day to get 16,000 swipes to land three dates. It makes complete, it makes compelling sense to outsource this. Now, at the same time, you men really need to up your game. A lot of you are physically ugly. You're overweight. Your pictures are shit. So there's a, a profile consultation and improvement, I'm sure, that this company does. And I'm sure you guys don't know how to write clever messages. But I almost guarantee at least half the reason men are approaching is not just because they're gameless, although that may certainly be part of the case, but at least half of it is like, dude, I do not have time for this. I don't have time to sit here and have, I get pissed off if two minutes of my time goes by. Oh my God. 85 minutes a day? A day? It's a movie. It's a movie a day. You could consume all the greatest classical movie works of American cinema for the past hundred years. You could probably bang that out in five years. Like I've seen every great movie in America. Why? Because I gave up dating apps. I'm incredibly well-cultured and versed now. Oh, and by the way, on that fifth day, I just paid for it. <laughs> and it was cheaper and more enjoyable. And there was no problems. <laughs> oh, cryptic cappy. Uh, and if this was the case, what did this say about our society? Did I really live in a world where everything had been so commercialized to the degree that people were outsourcing themselves as products to be sold? Where have you been? Yes. Yes. What, fans only? Instagram? What, that's really? Everybody is out there to be sold. That's what this is. And ideally, in the nice ideal world, you would like to voluntarily spend your time with that person, okay? But let's be very clear, whether the currency is cash money, barter in the case of a wedding ring or an SUV or a McMansion or house, or simply love through the expenditure of your time on another person, which would be ideal, of course, all right? You are always selling yourself to somebody. Because if you didn't, like you can't, what's the other option? Forcing people to go out with you? Forcing people to marry you? It's volunteerism. And the most basic unit of Kurtz we have is our time. I can't help it. <laughs> that girl, well, 
okay, I can understand this. There's one thing about money uh, that is that has there's an advantage cash money or wealth, we could say, but let's just stick with money, has over a man's time. And that is a girl could take that money and go get other things with it. Okay. So a guy's time, if he's just willing to invest it in you, it's like, you got to like that guy in exchange too. You have to co-sell to each other the merits of value of each other's time. You must enjoy each other's company. But aside from that, yeah, if you girls like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how many, uh, uh, you know, food daters are there where they just date for the meal? We girls, they date for attention. Well, I'm certainly just like, eh, give them a shot. Eh, it's not my cup of tea. But there's there's an exchange of time. You have to sell yourself to the guy too. <clears throat> She's young, I know. She Don't worry, she'll get there. She'll become jaded and cynical like old man Cappy. Fast forward a lot of research in an interview with founder of Vita Select, Scott Valdez. I found out what I wanted to know. It all began back in 2004. Back in 2004, Valdez used the new platform, Facebook, to send set send one of five chat-up lines to dozens of women and recorded the responses on a spreadsheet. Ah, data scientist. He then applied the findings from his research to the dating app Plenty of Fish and outsourced a writer on Craigslist to run his Plenty of Fish profile for him. This experiment laid the foundations for Vita Select. Uh, now a highly successful business, Vita Select claims to be a service for people who want to meet higher quality matches and to say goodbye to online dating forever. What's so wrong about that? Online dating sucks. It is horrible. I mean, dude, watching the news is pretty bad, especially during an election year. I don't even do online dating except when, when I had to go through that profile. I had to go through 900 profiles for the research for this book, the book of numbers. <clears throat> Oh man, I feel like killing myself. I mean, I don't really feel like it, but I was not in a happier mood than when I started. I was like, oh, wow. And I can only imagine how much worse off you must feel as a guy who's actually interested in trying to find someone for fine love. <laughs> yeah, come here. He's trying to find love. Yeah, no, yeah you got to see it. Come here. Come here. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. What's he doing? He's trying to find love. No. Yeah. Anyway, but I get like if you're invested in this emotionally or psychologically at least, and this is the slop that's on the menu. Oh God. Yeah, people might want to outsource that, dear. They might want to not have anything to do with it. I mean, I guess it's more like paying a professional fisherman, like, go find me a fish. Get it on the, the hook and I'll reel it in. Uh, but I, I don't, you know, and basically you're fishing in a sewer is what it is. Well, go find me a really good fish. And, and this fisherman knows like where the water's not as bad or tainted. And he goes over there. He says, all right, I think I got one on the line for you here. Okay, thanks, Frank. And you roll it in. Oh, look, it only has two eyes. It's not the three-eyed fish from the Simpsons. Um, boo -doo, boo -doo, boo -doo. According to their website, Vita Select uses a mixture of science and skill to find someone's perfect match. <clears throat> the bedrock of which relies on Valdez's da dating algorithm, which I bet you is better than a uh, picture in a paragraph, uh, eHarmony. Valdez lays a lot of faith in his system and even found his wife through his service in 2016. You can't compare Vita Select to Tinder or Bumble because we aren't a dating platform. 
That would be like comparing Uber to Ford or another car manufacturer. Uber drivers provide a service using many different types of cars, just like Vita's dating experiments. Experts help singles navigate many different dating platforms successfully, he says. Apparently, finding true love is pricey. Here we go. Vita Select charges anywhere between $695 to $1695 per month for 2 to 12 dates. The more you pay, the more dates you get. And this is where I think it's not men without game. I think it's men that make too much money and just do not have the effing time. It's really what it is. I mean, it's just, it's one step closer to for prostitution. All right. You're paying a matchmaker service, but I'm just saying, notice how we're being, we're just forever whittling away to paying for it. And you do have to pay for it. You do. And you will. But we're just edging a little bit closer. This is no longer going to the sock hop and meeting Selma Lou down there. There's no longer paying men paying for a dating service to meet girls. It has now moved to a point that you have to pay someone a lot of money to manage your profile and go out and be a, 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 a matchmaker for you. I'm wondering what's happening to the matchmaker sites. Remember that? It's just lunch. Is that even a thing anymore? Like, is that is that like where it's like, hey, here's the maybe her well, maybe I have to correct myself. That probably still is in business. Why? Because there's professional guys who do not have the effing time to be wasting 85 minutes a day swiping. Here's the money. Find me someone. And a criticism, I mean, is a constructive criticism, ladies. I, <clears throat> I, I want you to think about this philosophically, being intellectually honest. What does it say that men have got to pay so much just to find a date? Not because they, they don't have game, but it's not worth their time. You're all sad that there's no more romancing or wooing or the guy kind of flirts with you or anything because it's become so difficult and hard. And if you girls ask guys, you know, if you were truly equal and you found a guy you like and you asked him out, this you might not have to have it where guys are paying. Guys are paying whether you accept the payment or not to meet you. They're paying just to, to, to find you, which it says they're paying. Not in a direct prostitution sense, but it is now a cost. And now that men have to pay, it's now even further romantically removed. It could go away tomorrow if you girls met a There's the, I like Tommy. Well, did you ask Tommy out? No. See, I want all the modern day things of feminism, but I'm still a little traditional girl when it comes to the hard stuff, like changing oil or majoring in STEM or asking people out or, you know, changing a tire. I want, I want like, see, both worlds, ignoring the complete contradictory and hypocritical nature of that stance. I've, and I've had a couple female clients where I'm like, All right, yeah, go ask a guy out, man. Like, when do you get agency? When do you have responsibility? You wanted all this. You want all this equality. Fine. Go be equal. Because frankly, that's about the only way you're going to find them now. And the, to think, okay. $695 to $1295, these are high value men. They do not have the time to F around. So, what do you think their attitude is when they got to fork out that kind of money to find like maybe a date or two? Now, admittedly, probably screen better if Vita Select, uh, if his algorithm is, is uh, zeroed in pretty well. But they're still going to have to kiss a lot of frogs. Do you think they're going to come in like this great attitude? Like, yeah, okay. Or is it going to be more business minded? Is it going to be more transactional in nature? You all want love. And it's just, oh, everyone wants the free exchange of time in the form of 
liking or attraction or even love. <clears throat> but man, you guys really skew the dating market to the point that guys got to pay no matter what. And that really kind of removes the heart and replaces it with a mechanical pump when you got to pay 1300 bucks to find, what is that? A hundred bucks a, wait, was it a year? Per month, <clears throat> per month. This is, that's, that's, that's more than my, my rent ever was. Like, okay, what, let's just call it a thousand bucks between six ninety five and sixteen ninety five a month. That's a mortgage. The searching cost for these men is a mortgage. Do you think they're going to bring effing flowers to you? You think they're going to be Cary Grant? You think they're going to have their lines? But you're going to like, okay, who are you? It's a job interview then. Oh, my gosh. I hope this guy uh, who started this company is making millions. I hope he is raking in the do re me. Oh, depending on the package selected, a vast team of people from ghostwriters, stylists, and photographers help to create a version of yourself, which is likely to get a positive online response. The client oversees the process right from the first meeting with a ghostwriter. Hang on, let me make sure we're still recording. We are. Uh, where the writer is able to get a sense of the client's personality in order to mimic them in future correspondences. <laughs> great. Why can't I find a man? Stop putting glue in your hair. You don't need a man. You got this bottle of insta-love saving the planet woman. Should be a little cape, <clears throat> like Wonder Woman cape or something. Well, she didn't wear a cape. Uh... Valdez explains, we get to know our client during a 90-minute conversation, select the best platforms for their search, send a photographer out to meet them if needed, write their dating profile, select the most optimal photo lineup, touch up their pics. This guy's a pro. I, You know what? I'd love to have him on the show, but I don't think uh, – I would just love to pick his brain. Uh, our matchmaking team that identifies promising potential matches who meet the client's must-have criteria. From I'm just picturing this guy's HQ. It's like in those Jason Bourne movies. There's a bunch of screens up. He's got a bunch of people with headsets on it. Johnson, what's happening to the Krotowski file? Uh, sir, I don't think we can find a girl. Well, find one. He needs a girl under this BMI index. Well, I'm looking, sir. There don't seem to be a... Don't give me your excuses, Johnson. <sighs> Must have criteria. Then identifies okay. Uh, from this meeting, the client must approve the presented dating profiles before they're posted on major dating sites like Tinder. Wait, well, yeah. from this meeting, the client must approve the presented dating profiles before they are posted on major dating websites like Tinder, OkCupid, okay and Bumble. Then the client only needs sit back and watch and make lots of money. Although I'm still a thousand dollars a month, man. Holy cow! I'm pissed off. I got to spend fifty bucks a month on my on my cell phone plan. Uh, a thousand bucks? You could buy a house with that. Girls, don't tell me there's no searching costs. Don't tell me this is like, oh, yeah, it's all equal and free. I know you didn't volunteer for this. Anytime this can go away. <clears throat> While the writer takes over and begins the introductory pro process with witty, open-ended banter. Clients are able to view and contribute to the conversation as well. And this has apparently only led to a couple of close shaves where both the ghostwriter and the client have simultaneously sent messages about entirely different subjects. Clients are free to take over correspondence at any time. As said, it is automatically passed over once the match provides their phone number or a date is made. 
Now, see, here's now I know with such a screening process, the chances of flaking has probably is dramatically lowered, but there's still gonna be a like one in two chance. Provides their phone number or a date is made. Yeah, what if they don't show up? See, that's an oh man, could you imagine spending a thousand dollars a month? You get a date, it's like, okay, that concludes you. We've we've dealt our end, which is fine. That's what we signed on. And then the girl stands you up. I wonder what will happen to the men's opinion of women when they pay a matchmaking service a thousand dollars a month. They get a match and girl flakes at 50% rate. Oh. Uh, and the writer received their dollar seventy five commission. <clears throat> a writer receives a dollar seventy five commission. That's it. Obviously, with such a degree of effort constituted, clients generally have multiple matches each week and have a luxury of being very picky. For me, this highlighted a number of problematic. Oh, here's the word. She's a younger gal. I know, guys. She's. Good, good journalist. I rarely say that about people, but she's a good journalist. It's just should never use the word problematic or amazing or passion ever again. Number of problematic aspects of the service. Though the writers are meant to keep topics general and flirty, the client's choice may mean invested matches may end up being ghosted or ignored if not selected by the client. <clears throat> oh, no. You mean the boys might match the girls? And then the guy may not follow up with her and just ghost the girl. Well, we can't have that. Somebody call the ambulance. Oh, you mean like all the time? Go find those dating profiles. Like 90% of the girls ghost the guys. You match, you message, you never hear from them again. But now it's a problem. Now we got a problem because it's happening to girls. There's a possibility a guy might not text a girl back. <clears throat> this appears to be adding to the very problems that the clients paying for the service may have suffered in the previous day in the experience. Let's, let's be very clear. Oh, young lady. Women opened up the first firing salvo of this flake bullshit. I, I don't want to hear a complaint about men flaking on women. I, until there's like reparations paid for the past 30, 40, 50 years. Well, I did talk to some boomer women. They said, no, we'd never stand a man up. Uh, let's say 30 years, okay? Until there's massive reparations paid for flaking. I don't know how many trillions. <laughs> I'd be impressed out of buck 25. Uh, you don't get to complain about flaking. Oh my God, men are flaking on women. This will undermine the entire online dating process. It will, it will sow such distrust. <laughs> oh, this lemma could also allow for the vaguely comedic circumstance that two ghostwriters may end up communicating with each other if said clients were both signed up to Vita Select. So what? That could it could work. Another point to consider is also whether the women or men who are being matched to these clients ever find out that they weren't initially speaking to their true love. Oh, like you girls care. Oh my God. It's never good enough. It's never good enough. Do you have to, do you, what if you meet the guy and you like him? Are you really going to, oh, I can't believe you hired a dating service to write general platitudes and be flirty. And oh, our entire relationship was not founded on trust. You've even gone on a date. 
Do people do that on a date? You meet in person, hold hands maybe? Well, maybe not right off the bat. <clears throat> I remember a long time ago, you would escort a girl in your arm, especially in Minnesota because it was winter. You make sure she didn't slip. The girl's kind enough to wear heels, which always presented me a problem because like if I, when I was young and actually gave a shit, I would I'd take girls to fancy places, you know, go to jazz clubs or nice restaurants. So I'd have to wear these, you know, dress shoes, um, and which are slippery as hell. And then the girl would have heels, and then there'd be a couple times where I'm like, okay, I'm wearing my boots, and I'd actually carry my shoe, which I probably look like a dork. I'm sure I look like she's like, oh, my God. He looks such a dork carrying his, his winter boots. And, nah, nah, nah. and like, yeah, so you don't slip and kill yourself. And he put his shoes on when he got to the restaurant. I'm sure that was awkward. I'm sure that was dumb. Calling her, I can't believe, because they had phones back then. You went text. I wore winter boots. It was weird. I can't say them anymore. Uh, uh, another point to consider is also whether the women or men. You see, she slipped there. She indicated it was just women who are being matched to these clients ever find out that they weren't initially speaking to their true love. True love. Yeah, over texting. We generally recommend disclosing it when the time is right, but that's a personal decision for each client. Many do not let their matches know. In fact, a handful of our matchmakers have been invited to former clients' weddings with the match they selected, said Valdez. Understandably, this moral gray, moral, like, this moral gray area is not the romantic topic on the first date. I, Some dating apps appear to share this concern about the morality of third-party companies. Like the, the morality. What's with morality? What, what do you care? Men are climbing over hell and high water, paying $1,000 a month to outsource that because they don't have the time. And oh my God, did you know that busy men with lots of money don't have time to fuck around 85 minutes a day swiping? I don't know. Maybe they're surgeons. Maybe there's more important crap in their lives going on, especially at $1,000 a month. As Louise Troen, VP of Marketing at Bubble, said in a GQ magazine article, these companies are essentially leveraging and capitalizing on people's vulnerability, and that's something Bubble will address accordingly. Okay, vulnerability. Being held accountable for the things you say and the actions you take is Bumble's number one priority. So what? You force women to go on dates when they when they said they weren't, but then they decide to flake? Is there like a, a Bumble hit squad? The enforcement department that enforces girls? And what are you going to... If messages aren't from you, then you can't be held accountable. Slightly hypocritically, Ms. Trone does not seem averse to offering ghostwriting services to clients, though it would have to be regulated and done in-house rather than outsourced to a company such as Vita. I don't know how they're going to stop that. Here's my username and password. You don't know if it's me writing the, the funny messages or if it's somebody else. Despite this, Vita Select appears to be far more successful than other, line, uh, than other online dating services. The option to date online rather than face-to-face is becoming ever more popular. And this has been exacerbated by the COVID-19 pandemic. According to Pew Research Sur- Survey Center, conducted in October 2019, 30% of U.S. adults have used dating apps or dating sites or apps with varying degrees of success. The study showed that 54% of the surveyed people said that relationships began begun through the dating site or app were successful. Those started out in person. 38% believed the relationships were less successful, and 5% deemed them more successful. Meanwhile, Vita Select appears to have much more successful re- results with reportedly 996 
Avida clients getting dates and 78% turning those dates into serious relationships within three and a half months. That is an amazing statistic. That right there, I, I think, one, you're allowed to spend your money however you want. But given the resources, and I've done the numbers on how much money you're going to spend. By the way, it's over a quarter million dollars, man. Cash expense, you will spend chasing women. Cash. Cash-ish. Right? Not opportunity cost, not forfeited time at labor, outright cash, quarter million dollars. Uh, three and a half months at $1,000 a month, let's just say it's 35, let's say 4,000. 4,000 bucks, 78% shot and turning into a serious relationship. Let's say you got to go through three of those, three times four, 4,000, $12,000. $12,000, that might be worth it to hire Vita to find a gal that might be marriageable. I wouldn't recommend getting married, but a quality girl. If this, this is the most important sentence in this entire article. And I think that I've read this month so far, because if these numbers are true, this guy does have, have his formula zeroed in 99.6% of Vita clients getting dates and 70% of those turning into turn. She's got these in brackets. 99.6 of Vita clients get dates and 78% turn those dates into serious relationships within three and a half months. So it may be very expensive, but you're saving your time. Uh, Vita select is also highly rated by customers and sites such as date Z who main qualms appear to concern the cost of the service that daters would never really learn how to date. Oh no. <laughs> what do you mean? How to date? There's no dating happening. This online dating, this matchup, this bullshit. You're all just pissed off this guy who got the formula. He unlocked it. Like, here you go. Give me $1,000 a month, please. No, I mean, you won't be spending your time wasting online dating. Learn how to date. You know, People haven't known how to date in the past 25 years. You go up to a gal, you ask her out, then you get shot down. You go up to a gal, you ask her out, you get shot down. And you do that process about 10 times. Three will say yes, right? And then one will show. And that's how you do And then you show up, you got to figure out what to do. You got to pick her up. Or maybe you meet there or something like that. That was back in the day. <clears throat> Take her to a movie, have a plan. Try to be funny and engaged. Sit and think, okay, well, I got to talk about what I got. I, I can't let her think I'm a boring guy. I, this is there has been real dating in 20 years. Uh, daters would never really learn how to date when using Vita Select, and that Vita Select is deceiving to future matches. Shut up. Shut up. The success rate is super high. People seem to be happy, both men and women. It's a voluntary exchange. And once again, any day now, ladies, you can start manning up and being equal in this one regard and ask the guy out that you want to ask out. You could start, and then this won't happen. In the meantime, it's become so fucking warped that it is about a market price. If we believe pricing in the market tells us, like, conveys a lot of data and information, it's about $1,000 a month, three and a half months to find a serious relationship. I'd say 12 months a year you know so twelve thousand dollars that's your search and cost at best at cheapest and best it's twelve thousand dollars to find yourself your soulmate which is a lot cheaper than what you men are going to spend otherwise 
Like basically, if you wanted to boil it down to basic numbers, here it's a quarter million dollars based on what the average man does in actual cash expenditures. This guy's got it down to 12,000 bucks. Of course, I guess if you are going to court the girl, there's so it's probably more than 12,000, but the searching cost is 12,000. And the searching costs, I think, are about 67 grand in that book. I'd have to look it up again. But this guy's method is, is way more expeditious, way more affordable. The world of online dating is difficult, time-consuming, and potentially upsetting place where no one is exactly who they say they are. My real question is, in a world where the majority of people have already curated and edited digital self, is this service really any worse than the airbrush reality that create ourselves? No, okay, so she maybe she came to the same conclusion I did. She's a cute gal. Not, not bad, and I hope I wish her the best. That was a very well-written article. So there you are. All right, let's get back to the super chats. <clears throat> All those burning bridges, beauty, 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 beauty. Alex Patino, five bucks. When I was in the army, we used to say, you're making too much sense. And most people want it to be complicated so they can pretend to be intelligent. Correct. Correct. Occam's razor, man. Occam's razor. Why is there something wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Did a girl not? Nope. Girl just didn't want to go out with you. That's it. Or she stood you up. Or you're short and you're ugly. Or you're fat. Or you stink. (laughs) It's nothing complicated. Uh, K Morgan, 407, 407, two bucks. Look up Biden Jubilee 100. Sorry in advance. No, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't, man. I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy playing Battlefront 2. And I'm working out. And uh, I got to talk to my doc. Turns out my doctor is a hottie. I didn't know that. The phone COVID doctor thing scheduled that point. I'm like, whoa, hey, how you doing? All right, not bad. Uh, goddamn bacon, two twenty three, half awake here. What I missed? Nothing. Go back to sleep, bacon. Go shovel some snow. <laughs> uh, Obelisk L ten for uh, five British pounds. Is my clarity test video still happening? Even though I paid, yeah, it's it's happening. Yeah, no. If you guys paid, you don't have to pay anymore. This is any new clients since yesterday. I'm charging fifty dollar minimum. Uh, so those of you who are paying, I'm going to get to those later on today, maybe tomorrow. Because I don't want to text my voice too much. I did have to get a Good Morning Corona Chan podcast out because it's been at least a month or almost a month. Uh, wait a minute. Did I see roll? What is? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at who's in the house. My goodness. Everyone, just a moment. Just just respect our elders here a little bit. <laughs> Rolla, don't you have something else to do? Like, are you kind of busy too? Uh... We got the celebrity guest in the in the chat room. Uh, public nuisance, five bucks. What are your thoughts on talking about your personal life with coworkers? Like it says, it's a bad idea, but millennials seem to be big on this. Yeah, because millennials, okay. Universally, regardless of time, generation, you know, in the before time, the now time, or the future time, you do not shit where you eat, okay? You don't talk about your personal life at work. And especially now because there's an increasing percentage of the population who have nothing else in their lives but to destroy other people that they are ideologically opposed to, all right? So you get some social justice warrior in there. You get some feminist in there. You get some virtue signaler. You get some white knight, whatever. Somebody whose ulterior motive in life is to stop the bad people who are not me ideologically in line. 
And that's increasingly so with millennials and Gen Zers because frankly, they got nothing else in life. We took away family. We took away love. We took away spouses. All right. And we literally took that out, made fun of June Ward Cleaver. Oh, look at those stodgy Republicans with the stable family and the reliable income. And we gave them socialism and feminism and environmentalism and <clears throat> your made up gender and your, your made up mental illness. All right. We gave them victimhood is what we did. And so they are going they, and they got nothing else in life, man. And as they're working this job, they hate, they're going to look for reasons and opportunities to validate why they pissed away not only 13 years in K through high school education, but four to six years on a worthless liberal arts degree, which further ensconced the fact that they're in some epic battle as a victim to fight the oppressive, fill in the victim, fill in the uh, boogeyman, right? So if you are a hardworking man or woman and you worked hard in STEM or accounting, or maybe you're just poor and you're just trying to get by, you need every dollar to count. You cannot afford to talk about your private life. You cannot, perfect example, we've had several uh, uh, young black men and women who like, I want out, want to get out of the ghetto. And they come to me. I say, okay, look, do this, do this, do this, do this. Military engineering, you're going to have to get a part-time job. You got to move out of the house. A lot of tough things. If you can find a buddy, they're coming from very bad situations. But then the fifth or sixth, the final bit of advice I give is do not tell anyone. Because the second they sense that you might be trying to improve yourself or better yourself, then it's the crabs in the bucket. You're an Uncle Tom. You're, you're uh, um, an Oreo. And all uh, you think you're better than us. It's like, can't you just, it's like, forget it. Just, you're not, you, you don't tell anyone that. It's the same thing at work. You do not tell anyone what your goals and your dreams are. You don't tell anyone what your, your politics are. You go to work to work, period. You don't date. You know, that's two separate worlds. In the olden days, you know, that's how you would probably meet your husband or wife. You know, Bob, no, Kevin was in sales. Chad was in accounting. Uh, and Amy was in HR or Amy was on the floor or Amy was in a, whatever Amy was doing. <clears throat> and Amy would meet Chad in accounting. And then she really like, like she likes Chad. and Chad in accounting might ask her for lunch. And, uh, and she would say yes. And then, uh, they, he'd escort her arm in arm because it was snowing outside to the local deli. And maybe that became their, their regular routine and they enjoyed each other's company and they fell in love and they had five kids and lived happily ever after. That does not happen anymore. I had a guy, I have a guy, honest, and here's another, where is it? Um, oh, I can't find it. Where is it? Here it is, Randy. The Pence principle. Um, basically how to execute the Pence principle. I have a guy. Um, he was in IT, of course, and he had tickets to something and he he's walking past someone he ran into he says hey does someone in your department need extra tickets cuz i'm not going to use them and uh the gal said no sure enough he gets called in and she felt uncomfortable it's like look okay he offered you tickets <laughs> everyone has been conditioned like the guys here's tickets and so what if the guy asks you, I know, I know, we're not allowed to have love. We're not allowed to have sex anymore. We're not allowed to flirt. It's all bad. 
so now you're going to risk your your uh, your career and all that. Now with the millennials, here's we're going to bring it full circle. Not only they don't just it's just their politics that they have that's predominantly what they have, but they've also been heavily conditioned to derive their entire value from their career. Again, not love, not a spouse, not children, not even your friends or your buddy. It's your career, which can be perfectly borne out on people's dating profiles, where it's all about their career, career, degree and career, career and degree. Nothing fun, nothing human, nothing flirtatious. And so when millennials have that, they'll have like an after bar company sponsored events and all that. You're not supposed to ask people out. There's to be no hanky panky. But you're just to be a family. That's your new family. Uh, and so that's that's all the millennials have. What are they going to talk about the personal life? Oh, I'm organic too. I buy the magic lotion soap that solves all the world's problems and cancer and, and cures the kids while also moisturizing my scalp. And they talk about how much they're Democrats and how much they care about Black Lives Matter and whatever. Whatever they've been told to talk about, they talk because that's safe. But no. No, man. For you guys, for my audience, you want to escape? You want to get out of there? You want the 1099 superior race? You want to have a better life? You want to be free? You keep your nose. There's things I wish I did differently where I could keep my nose clean. I'm a public figure now, and um, you know, there's there's drawbacks that come with it. <clears throat> but when when I was at, at work, uh, you know. There were, there were a couple of gas. I'm like, oh, I'd, I'd really like to ask it. And they're like, nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This, is, this is in the 90s. So, no, no, you do not shit where you eat. You do not. And it, it could even be your 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 local neighborhood, you know? Uh, just It's sad, but you do. But at work, you do not hang out with people after work. I mean, you go fine, go get a drink or something, but that's it, man. You get out of there. There's company events. You don't go to, no. I mean, the company Christmas party, fine, sure. But hey, we're doing the the baseball team. Eh, hmm. If you were working for the cops, okay, that'd be cool. But if you don't like your job, like it's not like your career, your profession, nonstop Dre, two bucks, poor Cappy. You should call it Gager's Coffees. No, I, I it's, uh, I'm not, I'm not dying. I just, I just can't do, I can't do five hours a day of, of voice work. And the goddamn bacon for 223. Being nice to woman backfiring for the winning. No, it, and here's another thing. It's a sad thing. Look, the one gal was that was that uh, an overreaction? Yes, probably. Does she represent all women? No, she's probably one in a hundred. Most women be, oh no, thank you, and they'd be perfectly fine with it. It's still one in a hundred, or one in twenty. It's still a turd in the punch bowl. And it'd be one thing at like, oh, you know, oh, I offered it, she didn't like it, and I'm like, oh, so Susie, shut up. So he just he offered you tickets, but if it's all of a sudden. We're going to get you fired or we're going to bring your career down or you'll get reprimanded. Okay. Now the cost is really high, really high. So I like to be, have it be a different way, but I don't make the rules. All right. Let me get through some last sponsors here. 
Uh, let's go through a couple of the books I got here. I already talked about the book of numbers. Worthless Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. Please, for the love of God, Gen Z, will you guys get this book, How Not to Become a Millennial? My best written book, probably one of the least selling books. And if you are into politics and philosophy, more philosophy, there is not a more advanced political, philosophical, ideological book on the market. And I will stand by that. And I'm not even being cheeky. Uh, Bachelor Pad Economics. That's obviously a one you should all get. Who's this Hanyaka? What's this guy? The Unplugged Alpha. Looks like a shirtless guy. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know if you might get that book or not. You probably maybe can get that. Sandy is the Future of Wealth. That's a short essay. Um, if you're angry about Biden, please read that. <clears throat> if you're worried about socialism, please read that. And uh, one for everybody here, Curse of the High IQ. Get that book because everyone's high IQ higher than normal. Look at this. I might even get done an hour early. Uh, BunkerBasics.com. Go to BunkerBasics.com with Bunker Bob for all your post-apocalyptic uh, survival needs. Non-communist science fiction. Go to non-communist science fiction where my friend and colleague, Michael Kingswood, has all of his non-communist science fiction available for sale. Paperback, Kindle, and audio. <clears throat> Academic composition. Uh, what is it? It's February. Yeah. We're in the middle of a college semester. Uh, and since everything's online and most colleges are going to make you take worthless classes for at least half of your stay in college, why not? Have Alex and his crack team of writing staff write your papers for you. Go to academiccomposition.com and um, pay him some money so you don't have to write your papers. And it's a smart thing to do. Oh, the moral gray area. Oh, you mean corporations outsource jobs all the time? Hmm, maybe you should outsource your unnecessary tasks as well. The real moral sin with that is that colleges and universities force, they basically double the price of college in terms of time and money upon Every college student delaying and costing more and having them go more into debt so they can employ a bunch of worthless vermin known as liberal arts graduate students. Worthless vermin uh, known as sociology professors and social science professors. It is a welfare jobs program. Cleverly disguised. Oh, credits. Oh, college education. Oh, college experience. No, <clears throat> you're just employing parasites of society. That's all that is. So you are perfectly morally within your right to have somebody else write your unnecessary papers for you. Also, if you'd like to help out, uh, Alex is always looking for writers and marketers. They're not exciting jobs. You could do them from home, however. And so contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. Let them know I sent you. Okay. Let me... Take a look at my, oh God, we got to go through fan mail. Hang on. <clears throat> we got time. I knew, I knew it. We got to go through da uh, Dre's dating profiles and I have saved them here. All right, let's go through some dating profiles. Um, Let's take a look here, Dre. Okay. This is a young lady. Uh, she says, my personal hell is, that's what they fill in. You're supposed to fill in what is my personal hell is slow walker and conservative and there's this uh a uh, little bit overweight young lady she's sitting there eating <laughs> she hates conservatives but she's eating um oysters on a lot of them uh <clears throat> what is her background oh this is a separate girl 
I once had a 99.9% bracket. I'm just here to find a date to my brother's potential COVID-19 wedding. If you voted for Trump in either election, please know the world would be better place if your mother had just swallowed. Uh, and surprise, surprise, she has a graduate degree. And as is usually the case with these dating profiles, there's a picture of three girls, and you don't know which one she is. Uh, none of them are attractive, but you kind of already knew that. Here's an ugly woman with an ugly face, creative, introverted, vegetarian, INFJ, way left of center, 420 friendly, package deal with bonus high-quality rescue dog names. <laughs> we'll keep the dog's name anonymous. Um, package deal, huh? I wonder if there's some kids there. Uh, let's go through the rest here. Does this work? No, that doesn't work. All right, I can delete that one. A lot of this is just cleaning up the uh, thing. Wedding date in 2022. Anti-maskers need not apply. That's not. That's not that. That's not that big of a deal. Give me. Give me the real bad ones. Don't give me these lame ones. All right, let's see if this is uh, any better. Uh, I appreciate a nice ass, and I have a huge girl crush on AOC. Looking for my own personal Trevor Noah. Graduate degree, of course. Overweight. Here's another one. Uh, BLM, ACAB. All cops are bastards, I believe is what ACAB stands for. Wants to get married someday. Uh, she is also a little bit overweight. Here's a girl who looks pretty but has that, yeah, like I could murder you look in her eyes. Uh, graduate degree, liberal, animal lover. We'll get along if you care about the environment. Sad, She's she's got a good body. All right, that one's gone. Delete that. Let's let's upgrade. I want only the appalling ones. It's not shocking a young little 20-something girl with a grad degree is for animal rights. Okay. That's that's as common as the flakes of snow outside currently in Minnesota. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Dre, you you send in the good ones. Uh this gal has nylon on her arms, blue hair. Uh Got a chain and thing. Uh, queer, demisexual, whatever. Uh, interests are LGBTQ and mental health awareness. By the way, mental health awareness is uh, a big, huge one. That's a big thing among the Gen Zers. And keep in mind, none of them are mentally ill, and everyone is probably of perfectly fine mental health. It's just that they want to hide behind it, and they think it's a cause. Remember I said worthless people have nothing going on in their lives? except for the politics they were instructed to have because they removed love and family and all that and children from their life. Mental health awareness is the new uh, masturbatory philosophy they hold on to dear, the mental health awareness. Um, yeah, this girl is dead inside. It makes me wonder why are you even trying to date? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's scary, man. <clears throat> yeah, this gal is crazy. 
Um, I would say this person's mentally ill, though. Sad. Got a good body, nice face, but uh, into bodily mutilation. Thank you, Dre. That's going to give me nightmares later on. Get the next one here. I don't want to brag, but once I chipped it in for a birdie while playing Scrabble, let's sip coffee and go for a walk while we wait for the world to reopen. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that? Uh, after work, you could find me spending quality time with... Okay. I, I don't see what's wrong with this gal so far. Nothing's wrong with this. Guys, up your lame dating profile games. Don't send me this. Otherwise, I'm not taking them anymore. All right. That's 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 not no, we're not gonna buy it. Fred. <clears throat> your dating profiles suck. Give me give me good stuff here. All right, not reading through that one. Let's go back to Dre. Fat woman. Hello, my name is something. Uh sunsets drinker. I have children as well as four to be exact. I understand that my may not be a good fit for most men out there. All right, there we go. Single moms. Uh, here is a facially mutilated girl. She has lip piercings and tongue piercings. You see sticking her tongue out. Uh, I'm five, two. Yes, I'm sort. I'm a short bitch. Bitch. Lots of H's. Laugh out loud. It's okay. I have a son who's three years old. Of course you do. If you ain't trying to be obsessed with a highly educated here. If you ain't trying to be obsessed with me, then I don't want you. I'm hardly on here to ask for my snap. I'm not down to hook up with, to be honest. That's what my toys are for. <laughs> I wonder why people pay $1,000 a month to have somebody else do their online dating for them. I wonder why. So their eyes don't get raped by this ugliness of society. Uh, here's a whale that washed up on a beach, and she is on a beach. Of course, we have a nose ring and tattoos, mental health awareness, dog lover. The day back in the before time, I'll explain something to you about dogs. But way back in the before time, um, it was cool if a girl had a dog because usually it was cat girls. And if a girl had a dog, like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool. She got a dog. You know, it takes some investment. And, and now that, that changed in like 10 years ago. Now it's all a substitute for children. That's all that is. <clears throat> and there's something mentally off if they're on dog rescue. Right? I'm okay you rescue a dog. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, you don't want them to go to a shelter. You don't want them to die. I get that. There's some dogs that need saving. All right, But when that's your life, Fur mama, run, just run. Fur mama to a fur baby, run. Uh, whoa, this gal's all right looking. Maybe this is a good one. Oh, no, Black Lives Matter, climate change, mental health awareness. What is the mental health awareness stuff? Uh, she, her pronouns, baby organizer, sexy communist. Look at all the material stuff she owns, though, because she's a sexy communist. 
Okay, we can delete that one. These are great, Dre. Here we go. Another nose piercing, overweight woman, dead look in the eye. LGBTQ, a whore for Karl Marx, marijuana enthusiast, and part-time alcoholic. Again, guys, don't don't all rush up to sign up for that one. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Here's uh, all black uh, makeup, tattoos, nose bull ringing, cat lover, astrology. Oh, God, Jesus. <laughs> I know you guys want me to show the pictures. I can't. I don't, uh, you know, I don't want to show these gals. Uh, no cops, no military, no couples. Also, I don't have an IG. Uh, I do have a question for these these uh, people out there on these days. Do you really think people are going to, why would you even waste your time? Like, why? What? I never tried out for the NBA. I mean, you I literally stand a better shot getting into the NBA than you girls stand a shot at getting a guy of any decent quality or caliber, let alone employment. So I don't go to the NBA tryouts. It's not worth my time. It takes an hour, I'd, I'd imagine, at least to set up a dating profile, doesn't it? Oh, picture with the baby. Picture with the baby. Uh, I have a one-year-old daughter, and just that's what that says. That's it. That's the profile. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, here is a overweight girl. Uh, looks like Pat, the dead SJW look in the eye. Politics, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ rights. Look, <clears throat> I have another question. I know I'm not going to get an answer, guys. I know I'm not going to get an answer. I am also for LGBT, just non-binary rights. I'm for the equal treatment of everyone, but I don't pin my value on it. It's not like the first thing, like this is their first step forward. This is what, like if I were to put the dating profile up, I don't even think I'd mention my politics. Maybe I mentioned libertarianism down below, but I wouldn't be putting all my politics, Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ rights, feminism, mental health awareness. I like, I kind of like before mental health, it be a given that you would be for the equal treatment of your fellow men and women. Uh, but like, there's not like, I like fishing or I like reading books. I'm into archery. It's, <laughs> it's, it's horrible. I don't want to, I don't want to have any, I, this is a book I do not want to open. And it's just proof that they were programmed. You're not, this is not a human at the other end. This is a robot that has been programmed. Y'all look the same. Y'all get the tattoos. Y'all get the funny piercings. Y'all like the same thing. Y'all have the same dead look in your eye. You are robots. Political science, religious studies, double major. Uh, really bad at conversation. Show me you can have an actual conversation that maybe can have my snap. Oh, Snapchat. That's what that means. Laughing my ass off. Ha, ha, ha. That was funny. See how funny that was? Lady, show you I can have an actual conversation when you are a mass-produced NPC that regurgitates the same slop and puts on her dating profile what all the other NPC girls put on. Gee, I wonder if we're going to talk about politics. I wonder 
if it'll be of the left or leaning variety. And I wonder if, just like Noam Chomsky, your conclusion is more of other people's money. What, what a scintillating conversation. What an intellectually stimulating conversation that must be to have with you. This is from Dre, Cappy's dream girl. Okay, this is another girl with way too much makeup. She has painted her eyes with the Mexican flag kind of colors. Bullring nose piercing. Mental health awareness. <laughs> you can't make it up. You know what? What we could all just do is, is search mental health awareness on the dating profiles, and you probably get the most crazy of the lot. Uh, mental health awareness, LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, feminine. Really? Wow, I would have never guessed. Uh, kind of ugly, kind of boring, but at least I think I'm funny. Thick as in fat, as in 250 pounds, bi as in bien, imbecile. Uh, no hookups. <laughs> it's like me sending the NBA. I have to, in advance, refuse your uh, acceptance letter because I decided to accept the position at some economic like the nba was going to offer me a job uh fight for equality support blm and queer liberation what i'm sorry are our minority and uh non-binary people being captured and imprisoned somewhere i think capitalism is evil but about hate yourself a little bit thanks dre these are all one final one. Oh, this girl has a tattoo on the intro of her life here, and it says, boss. Now, here's what's clever. Literally, she has the inside of her lip tattooed boss, and the S's are dollar signs. <clears throat> See, she's she's a boss. Uh, she is on the precipice of starting a multi-billion dollar company, and she will be your boss. Okay, she boss. My lip tat says enough about me. There we go. Okay. Thank you, Dre. <laughs> oh, you know, Alex, you did send me your uh, pictures. So we'll get to those later. Um, let me go through, clean up all the super chats here. Well, that was Dre's dating profiles. We'll clean this up. Uh, nonstop Dre five buckets, sad and funny working with people older than me that have kids and still live or rely on their parents for support and complain about life. I, you know what? I want up you on that. I see this occasionally and Dre, you'll appreciate it because you, uh, happen to be on, uh, uh, team brother. I'll see. Now this comes from Minnesota though. You had to have grown up trying to date Minnesota white girls. Okay. From the suburbs. Prissy, every day I need attention. Now you see the baby boomer couple who brought up Daddy's little princess. You could not have more spoiled people in the world. And there's 74, 75-year-old. You know, there it's the final stretch, you know. The sun is setting. These are supposed to be the golden years. Except there's this biracial kid that's in tow. And you don't see the... You don't see the mom or you certainly don't see the dad. <laughs> I saw it yesterday. Here's grandpa dropping on. I'm like, and I could, I was looking. I, I, he had his hands on the steering wheel. So the sun was shining 
through the windshield. And as, as white as my knuckles right there, I'm like, okay, that's a white dude. Not that I thought, oh, that's a white dude. It was like, oh, there's a guy. And out hops two mixed race kids. I'm like, oh, it's Boomer Gramp. Did Boomer Grandpa not really raise his daughter right? Uh, did uh, Team Dre get in there? Huh? What's it like? How's your golden years now? That's right. Nothing's too good for daddy's little princess. It doesn't have to be biracial. That's just an added cherry on the cake. I love it, though, when I just see boomer parents having to raise their grandchildren because they raised such shitty children in the first place. It's the ultimate comeuppance. I like to think it as revenge where it's like you raised some of the most insufferable girls I ever had to ask out or date. And now you get to pay. <clears throat> you didn't teach humility. You didn't teach hard work ethic. They're just your genetic material. So they're amazing. Daddy's little princess can do no wrong. Oh, yeah. You, you raise a child like that to have no responsibility, no work ethic. Don't be surprised if you're raising their grandkid. Don't be your grandkid, their child. No, it's just, oh, it's Almost as much as I like that is the handoff that I witness. I've talked about the handoff where you, you, you could kind of get the feel for it. You, it's, it feels like a hit is about to happen. You're like, wait, something. <clears throat> your hair goes up. But the kids are usually dressed up in like a jacket and they got like a backpack. And it's not the time to go to school or come back from school. And there's one parent. You're like, this is, this is the drop. This is the pickup. This is the pickup. And I've seen it happen at the uh, parking lot at my apartment, but I've seen it a lot happen at grocery stores, parking lots, a Walmart parking lot, and gas stations. Where you're looking like, why are those kids just standing there with their dad? Why are those kids just standing there with their mom? And then sure enough, up pulls the car. You know, Then there's the hug, and they get in the car with the, uh, the opposite sex adult, and then they drive off. I'm like, oh, that was the handoff. That's what it was. Those kids will go up great. There you go. Those kids will be just fine. They'll be just fine. It's like Peter Graves in Mission Impossible when he's talking about when Barney gave him the plan. Barney was the engineer. He was the tech guy. He says, oh, Jim, I'm going to do that. That's fine, Barney. Just fine. Fine. He always liked Barney's plans. That's fine, Barney. Just fine. Kids are going to turn out fine. Just fine. What's going to happen when Gen X grandparents have to start raising their, their, their daughter's bastard children? Well, that's what I want to know. I can't wait for that to happen. I'm just sitting there with my, my popcorn. Like, nom, 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 nom. These are peppermint bead looks. I do find it funny. You got to laugh at it, guys. You got to laugh at the dark humor, the comeuppance, the I told you so. You just got to laugh at it. Because you just... There's that dead look in their boomer eyes like, oh, because they ain't got the energy. They're 75. <laughs> they got a kid. <laughs> and they're sitting there trying to like make it not squirm. Just like, oh, can I eat it? It's like, you, you just screwed yourself, man. You screwed the pooch. You ain't getting no golden years of retirement. It's like, ah, screw you. Serves you right for not spending time and raising the kids right. Alex Patino, two bucks. Take the dog, better company, and no nagging and fun. Yep. Yep. Dog would be a better hiker. Big Vis, 497, 10 bucks on Bumble. There's a what would you do if president question. I said, pass a law saying you can only vote if you can write your name in the snow without using your hands. Good screening tactic. <laughs> 
I would just say you could only vote if you're for the nuclear family. I mean, look, guys, just just cut through the chase on these dating profiles. Just like looking for traditional woman, nuclear family. Um, you know, you can even put Republican or conservative or libertarian in there. You know, just 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 don't even waste your time. Leave the fishing poles in the water. Strap them down. Go live your life. Come back. Any bites? No, then you just come back. I think we're caught up. Are we caught up? Uh, did you know, man? Two bucks. The only honest guy about how great old is Cappy. The honest guy, honest guy about how great old. What's great old? Oh, great old is <clears throat> Cappy. Yes, great old's all right. It's all right. I'm sure there'll be problems. Like you know, my bladder won't work anymore. Or I'll, my vision will be going. Although my doctor, my eye doctor, also an attractive young lady. It's like, well, look at these gals coming out. You know, I'm right. What's better, number three or number four? Can you go back to four again? Number three or number four? Four. Number five or number six? Six. Number six or number seven? Can you go back to seven? Number six or number seven? Six. And she gave me a prescription, which it didn't make sense to me because she says, this guy's perfect and this guy is pretty darn good. She says, well, we could kind of, you know, Give you supervision. I don't know. All right, that's it. Uh, let's go through this. If you'd like to help out the show, you can go to olderbrother.com. And there are three links there. Where uh, One is to the PayPal account where you just give me money and you get nothing in exchange for it. So probably don't do that. Then there is, um, what is another two? Subscribe star? Is my subscribe? Well, maybe we should go there. It's been so long. I'm losing it. Maybe memory loss is one of those things. Okay, PayPal. Yeah, subscribe. So, so there's three links. There's three three images. Uh, one is PayPal. That's if you want to help out with the septic tank fund or whatever. You just want to give me money, uh, which I don't advise. If you are going to spend the money, though, may I recommend my Subscribestar account, which is the second link there. <clears throat> and that gets you access to the Road Trip Podcast, which I just uploaded one last week because it's been a while. Uh, Sandy's The Future of Wealth is there. A bunch of pinups. Uh, by the way, if there's any young ladies out there, maybe not so. Just if you're hot, you want to submit pictures of pinups, PG-13. I cannot do R. I won't do R because I want to keep it somewhat reasonably classy. Uh, but Mary Jo's got her pinups up there. Uh, so, again, we're not going to turn away cute girls if they want to send in pics. Uh, but anyway, so there's uh, there's I'm up to like 12 podcasts, 12 free episodes and a minimum subscription is two bucks a month. So two bucks a month, you get that. That's annoying. And then finally, the best way to help out is the Amazon affiliate link. We just click on that Amazon banner. You do all your shopping through that link. You do not go to Amazon. You do not use your phone. You do not use the app. This is evil. You go like an old boomer oh, on the computer with the keyboard. It's gentle on my fingers. You go oldbrother.com, you click on the Amazon banner. You don't have to log in first. You just start shopping. And then you log out or log in when you want to buy. And I get a 5 to 6% commission or cut. And I've actually had a fair amount. A lot of you are kindly enough to do all your Amazon shopping through that. And that is the best way to help me out. Because why? Because it doesn't cost you anything. 
you're going to buy that stuff online anyway. If you just want to take the money straight out of Bezos and his ex-wife's pockets and give it to me at a 5% rate, do your Amazon shopping through that link. And then you don't have to donate money to PayPal or Subscribestar. Although I, I think you get a little, you know, for two bucks, I'd say it's worth it with the Subscribestar thing. Um, <clears throat> we have that there. Oh, another, um, let me put this in here. The Anarchist Trilogy, written by Charlie Simpson. Let me put this in here. This is one, my advertise. I got so many new advertisers. It's all over the place. Uh, the Anarchist, uh, take a look at it. I put it in the chat room there. Charlie Simpson, <clears throat> he wrote some serious books, kind of a la the, the Born Identity Trilogy, uh, Quadrology, Subtopology. He wrote three books. And they're a whodunit political action thriller. So, uh, And the libertarian journalist gets killed in the beginning because you knew a libertarian journalist was going to make it to the first scene. And so there you go. So that's a, a book to consider there as well. Uh, I talked about Piero. We talked about TFM. Bunker Basics. I think we caught up. We caught up. All right. A couple more super chats. Kona Savage, five Canadian dollars. Quit all dating apps. Lost 40 pounds and can now run 5K. Awesome. Just purchased Book of Numbers at Bachelor Pad Economics. Appreciate the context. No problem, man. That's great. Good to hear. Good to hear. Ah, Troy. Our uh, other uh, Polish agent in the field for two bucks. When are you going to have DT on the show again? Um, we're going to get back to regular stuff because I'm done with taxes. I had a bunch of medical stuff I had to do before I moved to South Dakota. I got to transfer file uh, titles for the vehicles. Got to get a driver's license. I got to go down to Miami. Um, but I'm slowly coming on the other side of the moon. The, the big stuff is done. The taxes are done. Bank accounts set up. Just a couple more back up. And then hopefully, not just, you know, post-tax season 2021, but I never have to go through this again. Because uh, you move once, and I'm, I'm probably not going to move again. Unless I have to overseas. Uh, so it'll be, give us some time. Give us some time. We'll, we'll get there. James G for five bucks. What will happen economically to natural resource states, Wyoming, New Mexico, Texas, because of Biden's climate change and more regulations? Well, they'll suffer less economic growth. I don't think it'll cripple them. I mean, if you go, you could go online and look at like the pie chart. What is what percent of the economy is derived from X, Y, or Z? I think Nevada would probably be more directly affected because they have more mining in Nevada than they do gambling. A little unknown fact there. And there's not a lot of people in Nevada. Uh, so that's kind of a, what would you call it, biopoly, uh, dual economy. I got two main things, and that's about it. I don't care. I, I really don't care anymore. Um, it's not going to be good. I, who cares? Pennsylvania. Did Pennsylvania vote for Biden? Okay, well, then I guess the coal's shut down again. All right, <clears throat> everyone bow your heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world, they're yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. 
May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who riot for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights in thy name. Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. Any more super chats? There, There's competent, man. Two bucks. Patreon page for Aaron Clary shows not found. It's not pay. I don't have Patreon. It's subscribe star. That's not Patreon. I moved from Patreon when they started. They said, we're donating money to black people. Ah, that's the epitome of racism. Uh... Nonstop Dre, will you get Turd Flingy Monkey or Great One on? I'll get Turd Flingy Monkey on. <clears throat> Great One, I'll do it on his show. Um, I, I, I get, I want to get Turd Flingy Monkey on because I want to talk about his economics and his background, and I also want to talk about uh, his logic in getting sex dolls, which I disagree with. But that's why I want to get him on the show is I want him to make his point in his case uh, because I think it's very insightful whether you agree with it or not. Um, but the great one, yeah, I, I, uh, I'll go on his show. I'm afraid what he'll say is what I'm, I'm really worried about. Um, uh, Wyoming, uh, James G for five bucks. Wyoming has a huge deficit. What happens now? What can we do to live where we are treated best in America? Well, you got to go to the Dakotas or Idaho. The best thing you could do, look, you don't even have to leave like a, a blue state. Uh, for a red, you just don't live in a major city. You know, live in a small little town because that's what's going to affect and determine the majority of your of your uh, your happiness. Like, there's a town in Minnesota called Benson. I drove through it a couple months ago, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's nothing here, but you know what? I bet you there's cheap living. There's the grocery store. If I had internet access, I think it'd be just there's there's the bar. You know, there's the bowling alley, and here's a train. Maybe I could pick up a train and and go out somewhere. But uh, you don't have to live in the city. You know, you don't have to live where I used to live, where the riots in Minneapolis were three blocks away and my my neighborhood bar was burnt down. You could choose the people you hang out with. Like when you are, here's a perfect example. <clears throat> we all went to high school, right? What percent should just be removed and hang out with the bankers and the lobbyists and the teachers? Like they just poof, went away. What percent? What, 80, 85? What percent of them are truly worthless people who aren't going to matter a dick in life? About 80, 85%, right? And then you had your core group of friends that were actually kind of cool or independent thinking and all that. I mean, even though you were stuck in that environment, you still hung out with your group of people, your tribe. And that's where you derive most of your happiness and joy. So even though the population you live in may be a bunch of freaking tards that could go the way of bankers and lobbyists and, and, and corrupt politicians, uh, that doesn't mean you have to endure them or interact or spend time with them. Like the bullies and the the popular kids, they're vain, by the way. I ended up having a real interesting insight. I ended up hanging out with the popular kids one time. I was like, my God, you guys are horrifically boring. I didn't say that. I thought it would be fun and exciting. It was like they're boring as hell. Um, yeah, I got to hang out with the nerds. I got to hang out with the interesting people. Really cool kids. Got to hang out with the with the smart ones. I didn't. 
Let's go to the pep rally. Do you even have pep rallies anymore? Does everyone hate each other so much? School pride, school spirit. Yay. It's like, no. Go away. Do they have pep rallies anymore? Oh, I hated those. All of you go to the gym. Why? We're going to have a pep rally. We have a former drug addict who's going to tell you not to do drugs. We're going to have people do things with pom-poms. Like, can I just go home? That's why I should have. Look, guy, I'm going to tell any young kid this. Maybe I should do a video. If you're miserable going to school, you don't have to go to school. You still need to get an education. You still need to graduate. But, man, just start effing up at school. Like, you know, just break a mirror in the school. I guess I can't say that because that'd be advocating. Get it so you can almost get kicked out of school. I'm not saying beat people up. Don't attack no one. But, like, you know. Maybe use up all the toilet paper, something, or just don't go to school and have a blunt conversation with your parents. Like, I don't want to go to school anymore. It's miserable. I can learn so much more at home if I could do it on the internet. And now the great and merciful Corona channel is allowing for that to happen. Just plea with your parents. Like, look, I'll teach myself at home. I'll be an autodidactic. Look that word up. All right. But this is assuming you're a very mature kid where like you could teach yourself and you know, you still have to pass these classes. Like, see if you can just get homeschooled, man. See if your parents love you enough to homeschool you. Because, man, school is prison. And school is not any place for smart kids to be. It is not. It is a babysitting operation for parents who don't want to raise their own damn children. And they don't, since they don't want to raise their children because their career is more important, these kids are dysfunctional as fuck. So if, like, you want to be, you know, part of Team Superior, get out of school somehow and go study at home. There's even in Minnesota, there's an online virtual high school. <clears throat> and I'm thinking like that, dude, if we had that back in my day, I would have signed up for that ASAP. Um, but anyways, that's that's where I just go, go to where small town, small town. The goddamn bacon 223, just because Atham asked for his college fund. <laughs> We're not funding his college fund. I need a septic tank. Before we fund Atham's college fund, I fund my septic tank. Nonstop Drake, two bucks. It's more like Drake King, Drake Queen story time now in school. Yeah, like what? What do you do? You really have to go to that? I know up until like middle school, you probably have to attend because you're not old or smart enough or mature enough to like. I really ought to, but you can skip high school if you're a smart freshman. You're a smart eighth grader, dude. Get out, mom, dad. I want to stay at home and study high school online. I don't even know why you go to high school online. Just go to community college. Start start cracking away at college. Juan, the Aztec patriarch, two bucks. High school was fun for me. We skipped school, right? <laughs> Play hooky. Oh, we caught up now. Oh, Hannah, five bucks. Thanks for the podcast and videos. I'm now part of the work from home superior race. All right, Hannah, there we go. And I always listen to Good Morning Crunch. And thanks, Hannah. Be one of those nice girls that just sent me an email about yourself telling me that you're not like these girls we saw on the dating profile. I don't need specific details, but just like, I'm a nice girl. Lie to me. Give me my, give me my intellectual porn. I'm a nice girl who supports herself, and I like men, and I'm in shape. Just, just indulge us. I think we all need a, a fresh glass of water. All right, there you go. Questions, answers, assholeconsulting.com. Tune in the thing, buy the books, and we'll see you guys later. Toodles.